Dear baby listener, Goat Games is produced in association with The Network. Find our show and other great podcasts at bicbp-radio.com. Also, Goat Games includes many, many spoilers for every game that we play. If you don't want the game spoiled for you, we recommend playing the game and coming back to listen to the episode afterwards. In the meantime, check out a different episode, maybe, if you feel like it. All right, on to this episode. What's up with the Zoomer haircut, Figgy? Uh, just, you know, the encroaching uh, weight of time and feeling old, just trying to hold on to any semblance of youth I can, any scraps of relevancy. I think it looks nice. Now, just admit it was the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, no, I, I went to Taylor Swift and they held me down and shaved me. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, really forcibly. Oh, no. Um, Did anybody give you a friendship bracelet? My wife, she made them. Um... Yeah, so oh man, it's been so long. I've lived I've lived eight lifetimes since the last time we recorded. When was um, the last time? Was it two months? I don't even three, three months. Oh my was... gosh. Seriously? I'm so okay. Well yeah. The last All episode right. I was on was February fifth we recorded. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Zach okay. wasn't well, even on the last yeah, one. Yeah, you weren't on yeah, the so Resident Evil the one, Resident so I guess we... So I think it was March. So and then, two months ago. Which tracks, because we I bought my house at the end of March, suddenly, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> without warning, I bought a house, and uh, yeah, and then my life has been completely topsy-turvy. We're all different men. Fine. We're all different men. I don't recognize any of you. You're all haggard and wrinkly. Well, I'm 30 <laughs> now. I'm 30 now. So now. Oh, off. welcome. How does it feel, Steve? Uh, miserable. Everyone just, yeah. makes, everyone just makes fun of me. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 That must be s- terrible to be 30. <laughs> <laughs> you start being a joke at 30 and you just become a, a bigger and bigger butt of a joke. I know. I can't even say passes. anything because I think I'm the youngest one here. You are the youngest. <laughs> Well, little baby, little margin. baby Steve here. This is my safe space. Everywhere else, everyone's like, "Well, you're so fucking old." But so that's why I come. Well, on. you are so fucking old. Oh, right. don't you start to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or start. Do it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Enough. Okay. Enough. Uh, you come we... here to get slandered. Okay. Yeah, that's why you love us. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> Figgy, um, you and I she... both have new offices. Ooh. Oh yeah! You, oh, you do have a new space. Is this in? Mm-hmm. Lu- well, I don't. Uh, well, I'm not going to dox you by Louisiana. Are, it's fine. You are in Louisiana. Yeah, you're in Louisiana, right? Yeah. Nice, beautiful. I love your 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 Tesseract GameCube stand. Never fails to impress, <laughs> dear baby listener. He has his GameCube suspended in what looks like uh, like some kind of like holographic like suspended animation. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem possible. But you also um, see uh, Jungle Green N sixty four and an original oh, yeah. Famicom. There you it's go. true, and a Godzilla neon sign. Look oh, at that Godzilla. It's, it's a little collection. bright, yeah, but now I do see it. I do see it now. I could go turn it down Beautiful. and see if it. Was no, bright. no, no, no. It's not too bright, like for my eyes. It's not like I'm like, oh god. It's no, I need that. to. I need to figure out the lighting balance. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, and you got a fish tank. Yeah. What, what do you got in that fish tank? Or maybe it's for body parts. No, it's a bunch of guppies. <laughs> you can see them moving. Oh, I see them. Little guys. Little yeah. guys. The question have, is, uh, is, your, is your cat somewhere that doesn't look like it's on the picture? And then all of a sudden, you'll just... 
Yeah. No, I Producer him out. Cat. <laughs> you, oh, wow. Yeah, he's wow. Things have changed. <laughs> Nothing is the same. Oh, it's just I, uh, the dogs, um, they'll run in and out and make a lot of noise, and I didn't want to interfere with the recording, mm. so I locked mm. everybody out. Gotcha. Um, what has everybody done for the past? Rob, your your weight loss continues. It you're does, a waif yeah. now. You're you're a shadow of what you once were. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I'm down 40 pounds from where I started, so. Fuck That's yeah, incredible. Dude. Great job. Proud Great you, job, bro. truly. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I've I've lost thirty pounds since we've recorded. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Hey. Was, wow. I'm gain. I, I have. I haven't stepped on a scale. I've been <laughs> so. I'm sure it's all going straight to my dick. Uh, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, but where you knows? Uh, on a serious note, though, like Rob, go. let me Rob, let me get them digits though. What's up? Let me yeah. Let me get what? Oh, let me get oh. your digits. <laughs> digits. <laughs> digits. That's what he said. Because Anytime. you're looking so fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve, you were on like a health kick too. Yeah, Everyone's like a year except. ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but that's like the recording schedule of the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was like on a health kick before we started the podcast, and then we started the podcast, and I stopped. So yeah, so, yeah this so podcast I, has that effect on I, people. I, I will say, I went for a three mile walk today, so that was something nice. Nice. Yeah. And then I came home, and I immediately regretted everything because allergies mm. are brutal. Oh yeah, 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 brutal. That was. Uh, it felt like I like ran six miles, and I was just like. I can't breathe. My nose, my eyes, my yeah. hips. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. just the symptoms of getting old. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> oh, Could totally. be. Could be. Yeah. No, that's that's the uh, that's thirty itis. Is what yeah, that's called. Thirty itis. Oh, shit. Yeah. The nobody warned me about this. Nobody warned me. Dirty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> dirty thirty. Gang, are we ready to discuss the Star Fox? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, Star Fox. Unless you want to talk about how we unorganized we were this whole week. Like, what game are we doing? <laughs> what time are we doing? What day are we doing? Yeah, so dear baby listener. Okay, dear baby listener, a peek behind the curtain. First of all, I'm sorry for our absence. My absence. It's because I was, I mean, I don't know what got cut from the episode or what so far, but I had a lot of life stuff, both good and bad, happen all at once. And I was very, 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 very busy. Um so hope so. You know we we should be back to on a regular schedule again. Um, I know I, I can only imagine how hard it must have been for you, dear baby listener, not having us. It must have been very difficult and painful. Um, I'm s- sorry for all the therapy it's going to cost you to get over this this p- tragic period in your life. <laughs> um. So and we the original plan was we had we were teed up to do Star Fox, which is what we're doing. That is what we're doing today. Yes, and then like we, and then (laughs) by the time the this episode that you're hearing was supposed to come out was supposed to be when the Ocarina of Time came out because it was supposed to be super timely with Zelda. Yeah, no, we were going to do Ocarina of Time to coincide with the Tears of the Kingdom release. That was the plan. I thought you meant that Ocarina of Time was coming out. No, was not. No, 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 no. My bad. Um, I'm stupid. That's okay. I forgive you. Thank you, baby. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, the point is, is that you, you, I fucking do this for free. You get what you pay for. Okay. We're, we're here now. <laughs> Enjoy the you're episode. Getting Star when Fox did we decide we're going to Star Fox? You're getting again. Star Fox. Was it yesterday? What did you say? 
I said, when do we decide Star Fox? Like I, 24 we hours ago. Talk Arena, and then, yeah, was it 24 hours ago or was yeah. it two days ago? I don't remember. <laughs> it was Thursday. I remember because I was streaming and then Steve like shows up and is like, hey, we're doing Star Fox now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sitting yeah. there in a full Samus Zero suit cosplay and <laughs> just soaking in a sudden change of plans. I was okay. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I, the... Yeah, I, I wanted I, I wanted a little bit more prep for Ocarina of Time. Ocarina Fair. of Time for deserves. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah. if we made that call like a month ago or something, like, hey, let's just yeet Star Fox for now and yeah, not focus not on that. that you, dear baby listener, should expect any less of this episode. Please listen <laughs> to this episode. The way we're talking about it is like Star Fox is the lesser. Like, ah, we don't want to do Star Fox. Fine, we'll do Star Fox. No, don't. <laughs> Don't interpret it that way, even if that is how it was said and meant. But don't. This episode is going to be our best one yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be way better than Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, more the more diplomatic way of putting it is for something as big as Ocarina of Time, we wanted the whole gang here. Yes, yes, that's a very diplomatic way of putting it. Our the guy in the chair, the diplomat <laughs> Zach, <laughs> re attack re game race. Um. Okay. Coming soon to a stream near you. Oh, oh! In his new tank-laden office, it'll probably be return. a little different for uh, the stream. I'll probably cut like the fish tank out. No, I want I want just the fish. I want a guppy cam, the fish please. Bowl. I mean, I could make a like, fish bowl. Yes, <laughs> I, I could make that. There, there are streams that are just that. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. I don't. I didn't know there were just that. But I yeah. knew like people do like dog cams and puppy cams and stuff. Yeah. No, like uh, there's one that I follow. I don't know if they're still streaming, but it was called like Shrimps Twenty Four Seven, and all it was was <laughs> a camera on a tank full of cherry shrimp. Wow. Yeah. Did they do well? Like, was it like a? They're a partner. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, God dang it. Now that's um, why do I toil and work so hard? Wait, I, got, well, the, I just... got a better idea, though. Instead of shrimps 24 7, we start a channel, simps 24 7. Oh, so just like a, just camera, a camera on each of us. On, yeah. That could work. <laughs> we could also do the shrimps, but we call them prawns. So it's just 24 7 prawn. Oh. I feel like people are yeah. going to be into that. Prawn hub. Prawn stars. <laughs> prawn stars. Or, prawn hub. Prawn hub. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, prawn hub. Uh, hardcore prawn. You just do the, what, what was it, TLC or whoever whoever has pawn stars. Mm-hmm. You just do their naming scheme. Of just, yeah, the, a one a one hit wonder joke over and over again. Uh, but the, we'll just get really weird with it. It will be the prawn stars featuring, uh, fuck, I had it and I lost it. Oh no! You cut out right at the cu- right at the punchline. <laughs> yeah, shit. Fuck. What are they? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, the- do it again. Do it again. We'll be the prawn stars featuring bro cocky. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not enough shrimp based humor either in the world in the podcasting world. That's I actually true. follow several streamers that like half their emotes are shrimp related we- weird enough. Well, not in the podcast world. No. Guys, here's the pivot. <laughs> we are now a shrimp enthusiast podcast. Shrimp Let's look games. it up. Shrimp games. <laughs> yeah, shrimp. Still looking for that What's niche going on, podcast shrimp that still, I'm doing. still looking for the niche. I'm still looking to corner a market. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Shrimp 
podcast. I've been working there the corner of market. There has to be a podcast that's about this like. Sh- there is no okay, way. There-, there is no way there is not a podcast about pet shrimp because, like, the Neo Caradina and Caradina shrimp world. Um, is pretty big. Like I would be stunned if there wasn't a podcast because there are a thousand YouTube channels about this. Holy shit, guys. There is not a shrimp enthusiast podcast. I refuse to believe that. I'm looking at this. No, no, but there are some really funny shrimp pun podcasts. Shrimp Tank, which is mm-hmm. a um, entrepreneur podcast, like a ripoff shark tank. Um, <laughs> shrimp and Crits. Which is an actual play D and D podcast, like a like a, like a crit, um, shrimp teeth podcast, queer pleasure by shrimp teeth. Oh, oh okay, so shrimp teeth is is a is a persona, and they mm. the podcast is mm. queer pleasure. Um, guys, shrimply good podcast. Wait, the voice of pistol shrimp baseball. Yeah, guys, it's not here. The karate shrimp. Doing to improve your health and achieve peak performance? Yeah, apparently it's true. okay. I'm I'm getting out of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Dear baby listener, <laughs> we are now a shrimp cast. We did it. We are uh we have I finally found it. How many episodes have I spent trying to find <laughs> a topic where there's not <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna people are gonna lose their minds. There's a niche market of shrimp heads. Shrimp I'm telling you, there, there is a there is an untapped market because I shit you not. Like I follow at least a dozen YouTube channels that are just about <laughs> keeping pet shrimp. That's fucking weird of you, but I love it because that's going to be our new niche. That's super chill. Look, I'm, watching, the, I'm your man. Watching shrimp swim around. Dude, I, I used to have a really cool... I'll, I'll try to dig up a picture and I'll put it in our chat, but I actually had a shrimp tank that had like 500 shrimp in it. It was really cool to watch. Oh, damn. So you know the topic. Guys, we, we're, we're first to market. We're first to market. <laughs> I literally gave you scientific names for specific types of pet shrimp. Yes, I know okay. what I'm talking about. Well, I don't know. I, mean, that's a, I, I gave you a pass because I didn't want to assume you were a fucking creep. But now I know. <laughs> it can be both, Biggie. It's not mutually <laughs> it exclusive. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, you know, like I came in uh, bummed that we had to do Star Fox because it clearly sucks. And then <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my <laughs> and there's nothing compared to Ocarina of Time. <laughs> and then now I'm filled with such vigor and vim about the new shrimp cast we're doing. Man, you know, like that, that would be a great thing to do for like an April Fool's joke. Like just put out yeah, an episode. Yeah, no, I know. Like, or, or if we start doing bonus content or something, the shrimp cast, that would be, like, that would be a great <laughs> yeah. one-off episode. If um, we can talk about doing. only prawns. <laughs> yeah. Only oh, like prawns. only fans. Yes. Yes. Um, or just the name of the podcast is shrimp dicks. Um, <laughs> we just were a bunch of dicks. Get around and talk about shrimp. <laughs> shrimp dicks. It sells itself. It sells itself. Oh, the t-shirts are God. printing as we speak. You know, we, we could get, we could get all our romantic partners to do their own spinoff called only clams. Oh, oh no. okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, by yes, I mean absolutely not. But Never. yes, I like the idea. <laughs> um, oh, man. It feels good. It feels good to have a purpose, finally. <laughs> this is Found the meaning it. of life. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I just got a text message that was like, no way in hell am I doing a podcast <laughs> called <laughs> Only Clams. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> the burden is gone. <laughs> the burden is gone. My yoke is light. <laughs> I'm texting my parents. I'm. You, you can You're gonna be so proud. Mom quitting my job. It's Figio, and welcome to Goat Games, where we only play the best games. I'm your host, Alan Newton. Here on Goat Games, we take a look at video games that are widely considered, quote-unquote, the greatest of all time, and talk about them. Are they great? What makes them great? Or are they just overrated? Let's find out. I am joined today by... STU. Uh, no, QRS. Uh, Rob! Hi. Yeah, I'm uh, Rob, Super Captain Rob on Twitch. I'm a variety streamer. Um, I go live Tuesdays through Thursdays, starting at 5.30 Central Standard Time, usually going till 9, and Saturdays starting at 3, and usually going till whenever I feel like stopping. Um, I do lots of different things. Recently, I've been on a little bit of a kick to become the world's preeminent expert on the emergent genre of horror fishing games. Um, but we do all sorts of different <laughs> stuff on my channel. Uh, so if you want to come and hang field. out. <laughs> Reporting live. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I apologize sincerely from my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, there are horror fishing games. Yes. Oh, dude. I need a yes. list dude. and I need, I need it now. I don't think you understand. Okay. Horror is my favorite genre mm-hmm. and fishing is my favorite hobby. And I never <laughs> even thought there would be an interstice where they intersect and I need it now. It's okay, so my, my my number one is called Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia. If you like Junji Ito, it's got some oh Junji Ito vibes to it. It's a very slow burn, and then the end is going to like, whoa. Um, oh my god, this is only $5, and it's yeah. on the Switch. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, Fuck it's Zelda, awesome. I'm playing this tonight. I was speedrunning that game today. Oh, um, I love the aesthetic of it. Yeah, oh it's god, got like dude. an N64 aesthetic. Oh, shit. It's, it's only $2 on the Switch. Boys, who wants it? I'm yeah. buying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> this round's on me. This round of haunted fishing is on me. I don't think you understand, like, how pumped I am. Like, I just moved it all out of my office, but, like, my fiance is going to kill me because in the last, like, month, I've literally spent $2,000 on fishing equipment. <laughs> wow. Did you buy a boat? Uh, no, I bought a fishing rod from Japan that was a thousand fucking dollars. Oh. What does it do? A fishing rod it, it is catches a stick. fish. It catches fish better <laughs> oh. than anything, Figgy. <laughs> it was crafted. made out of like aircraft titanium. I swear to God, I can throw <laughs> I can throw a bait to the moon. It weighs nothing. <laughs> you can only buy this shit out of Japan, so there's import fees. Like, there's a whole subsection of like weird anime dorks that are also into fishing, and I found them, and I was like, oh, there's my people. I'm assuming wow. it was crafted in a mountain fortress by a 300-year-old blacksmith. Um, yeah, Masamune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure I put a picture of it in the of, of the fishing rod in the chat. I was yes, like, hey, I, it was a nice-looking it. fishing rod. Yeah, I didn't realize I was looking at it like a, <laughs> yeah. a, 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 a quarterly <laughs> like salary or whatever. I didn't realize I was looking at your uh the, the end of your engagement but um no <laughs> um no. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Every time she gets mad, I'm it. like, look at your finger. There you go. Oh, because of the ring. <laughs> I thought you meant because there's a fish on it. <laughs> look, look at the fish that I like, <laughs> I put fish I on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, we're joined today. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to say, yeah, that's a cool one. If you want a couple other names of fishing horror games, Zach, I actually have a I, list. I, going. I, I not... Dredge. Okay. So I know about mm-hmm. Dredge. Dredge has been making waves. Pun, pun fully fucking intended. Yeah. Um, it's, Dredge it's like is really cool. Crafty and horror. Yep. And fishing. Yes. Um, and if you want some, the rest of them are more like they're shorter horror experiences. At least the rest of the ones I've found so far. Earl's Day Off is kind of cool. Um, Gone Fishing. Lure is free and you can play it in five minutes. Um, you got some options. Bro. Yes. <laughs> yes. But Figgy style, I wanted to become the world's best at something. <laughs> yeah. And it's best expert in horror fishing games. <laughs> um okay, well, that's it for our uh fishmonger. Uh next we have uh Steve. Yep, my name is Steve, Steve for Cheese on Twitch. You can find me there. I also have a TikTok. You can follow me there. Steve for Cheese, Steve for Cheese everywhere, just all around nothing but Steve for Cheese. It's a screen name <laughs> I've had since I was uh in eighth grade, so just look up an account, and uh, if you're wondering, hey, I wonder if Steve has an account on this website, just type in Steve for cheese, and it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I stream. Um, I don't know what I'm streaming. Uh, I might do Resident Evil 3, actually, the remake next. Um, I really want to play Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, I, I do too, yet. but I feel like I gotta get there eventually. Um I've, I've been on a Resident Evil kick since, like, last episode, but I feel like I've kind of popped the bubble a bit, and I need a little break, so. Um, but I, I had a really fun time doing the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake on stream, so I think I think that's what we're going to do next is uh, nice. Resident Evil 3. Nice. Is there cool. anything we'll else that, that you want to share with us about the type of gamer that you are? Uh, there are rumors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There are rumors that I am a piss horse gamer. <laughs> elaborate. Um, yeah. Well, elaborate. Uh, uh, what? So <laughs> you heard him. You're welcome, Steve. So uh, I mean, your my, chat would be disappointed if you. Didn't. I, that's true. I, I did a birthday stream the other day, and uh, we did Jackbox on it because I felt like that was just like a fun party thing to do. Um, so the one the one game you have to make a T-shirt. And basically, somebody draws something, somebody thinks of a saying to put with the drawing, and then it's just kind of, like, randomly matches. You just have to, like, match which one. It gives you options, and then you just have to, like, make the funniest one. Um, So I drew a horse, and I suck at drawing. I'm terrible. I'm (laughs) I'm literally one of the worst, like, drawers on the planet. Um, So I, I drew a horse, and it was awful. And somebody, I don't even know who it was, somebody thought of the phrase piss so then genius <laughs> some savant thought of the phrase that's a generous word of the use, use of the word phrase so, so genius thought of the word piss so, so somebody matched my horse drawing with the phrase piss 
and it just became this whole thing. And then we Your actually um, we actually discovered. Uh, I think it was Rob, or maybe it was somebody from Rob's little community. It might have been Cheeky, even. Um, but somebody discovered that there's actually a piss horse gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> Oh, that probably that would mean? have been either me or Shiki because yeah. we have that like running thing where like when the memes going on, you'll look for a username related to that and then gift a sub to it. Um, so Ooh. someone found the piss horse gaming <laughs> and gifted a sub to Steve's channel. Yeah, so... piss horse gaming. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking at piss horse. So gaming. yeah, so can I'm we give re- piss re- horse re- gaming the goat games bump? Yeah, I'm really can interested. We... <laughs> I don't think this person's away. actually streamed, but I'm really, I really hope they do at some point, and um, they can, they can be aware that they're loved. That's what that's what, that's all I want them to know. I'm not seeing it. What what do I need to search? What's the SEO on Piss Horse? Hang on, I might be able to. F- no, that was so long ago. I was gonna say I might be able to find it in my OBS. Feed, it's hard but... to know because it could have underscores or numbers or yeah. whatever. You know. I'll um, tell you what. Go. I see somebody a video move on called and, Horse Piss. Just, just be careful what you're googling. <laughs> no, nah, man, I got, I got the incognito <laughs> mode on. I'm going full send. The FBI can't find him. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Oh wait, here. Hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It was horse pee gaming. Mm. Oh. It was pee gaming. It was horse that's pee gaming. Like, well, not, that's way less interesting. It's horse pee gaming. So I let me see if I can actually go to this person's Twitch channel. I don't think I can. It won't let me. Nah, I don't care anymore. Wow. I wanted vulgarity. Um, Google has no qualms about showing you like live photos of horses peeing. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's like, na- na- it's like natural. That bypasses their filter entirely. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, there's a lot of natural things humans do that, that are not. <laughs> They're not just like here. Look, behold, Figgy, we don't we don't kink shame on goat games. <laughs> we don't kink shame on goat. This games. is like a close up. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm, yeah, that's I'm that, backing I out. I wasn't going to talk about it, but then Rob brought it up, so then I feel like I had to. So that's uh, you, know, you did. You did have to. I just knew your community yeah. would have been disappointed that's if true. you didn't say something. That's true. So. We gotta I didn't represent. want to disappoint the masses, so <laughs> yeah, it's true. Here we are. The common unwashed, licentious mashes, <laughs> ma- ma- mashes, the mashed potatoes, masses. Um, just kidding. I love you, dear sweet baby listener, dear sweet bouncing baby listener, dear sweet bouncing succulent. Okay, that's like, that might be that might be uh, too far. <laughs> scrumptious baby listener. Okay, Zach, do you want to, we're also joined, to, joined today by Zach. Yeah, I'm Zach. I'm here. Um, I guess I could say I'm a degenerate angler. I'm wearing a fishing shirt. Ooh. We're talking about fishing. I've gone fishing every day for like the last three weeks. Um, Hell yeah. Wow. Living going hard in the paint. I mean, um, not to, you know, get too into it. Um, one of the reasons why we moved to Louisiana is because um, we bought a big piece of property and there's a fishing pond. I have my own pond. So it's not, like, it's not like I'm getting in a car and driving hours and getting in a boat. I'm literally opening the door and I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Nice. You're cutting out again. I'm sorry. Um, 
That's okay. I don't know why you're. It shouldn't be that finicky. I, I don't know if some some filter. It's I, like I know the you're, thing I know that you used to happen to filters. you, Figgy, when we first started recording on Discord, and now you don't do it, but Zach does it. Yeah, it's you just, just like turn. pass the curse it's on like, to him. It's the ring. The for what it's worth, the sound files on Audacity they look pretty good. So yeah, that was always the case with me too. It's it's Discord being fucky. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. Yeah, I never got into fishing. I mean, I'm super you good will. at doing nothing. You will. You will. You, will. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> You're a white man. Eventually, it will get its hooks into you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Pun fully yeah. intended. I remember going hey! as a kid, but I I felt too bad for the fish. I don't think yeah, I have it. That's kind of what happened to me. I look at it like you're, like you're giving them a story to tell their friends. Like It's like an alien God. abduction. <laughs> yeah. Like that? I was just minding my own business and I saw this pretty color and then the next thing I know I'm staring at a god. Yeah, now Zach, I don't know if that's intentional, but back when I was a child, don't ask me why, my parents had a huge Jeff Foxworthy um penchant. I'm pretty sure that's one of his bits. If you <laughs> lived in the Midwest. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um I never really listened to Jeff Jeff Foxworthy, so that's just a coincidence. Uh, well, well, then you must have the same writer for your material. <laughs> I never wrote for Jeff Foxworthy, and I just write for myself. I, th- I don't think it's, I really don't think it's that uh, wild of a leap to make, though. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, no, it's not. Like alien it's, great. Abduction. it's great comedy. Only a genius like you or Jeff Foxworthy could think of that. <laughs> nice, nice burn. I'll, I'll go get some ointment for that. It, de- it depends on your opinion of Jeff Foxworthy. He's not. I, well, has he been canceled? He might or he might still, not be smarter than a fifth grader. It's hard to know. <laughs> he's, still, he's still in good standing, right? I don't think he's done anything. I mean, besides like people not liking his comedy, I don't think he's done anything to like be awful, right? I mean, I he's worth a hundred million dollars, so I think I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, uh, maybe he can sponsor us. Yes, yes. There's Jeff Foxworthy fan cast. I could be the bridge. There you go. <laughs> I'll take. We'll go fishing, and I'll be like, "Hey, Jeff." <laughs> yeah, we straight up business new pod- deal here. <laughs> yeah, new podcast. Um, uh, Foxworthy's in the hen house. Um, th- th- is the new podcast, or we um, invite him on to cover Cabela's hunting games. No. I don't know what he plays. <laughs> He's smarter than a fifth grader. The video game. Mm. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that's yes. actually a thing. Oh, it is. I could sure it's, it's gotta be. Probably, yeah. and it's probably on the Nintendo Wii too. It's probably got <laughs> Jeff Farsworthy's dumb face all over it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, bring your Just dumb kidding. face on the podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> your beautiful face. Your you, the face of the everyman. The face of one hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, apparently, uh, uh, the reason why you don't hear much from Jeff Foxworthy is he's doing like an outdoor show on like YouTube. There you go. Oh wow! Actually, There's by like all a, accounts, uh, he seems like a really cool dude. Like, it was like, here's the reasons yeah. why you don't hear from him. I was like, oh, he's doing like humanitarian work. Nice, good for him. I mean, truly, I've never heard anything bad guy. about him. My parents actually met him. <laughs> like, I'm backstage, like at a meet a meet and greet, not like know him or anything. But apparently, nice guy. Um, th- there's a Wii version of the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And it's got a Jeff Foxworthy me. <laughs> Well, I have to buy that for my collection of <laughs> shitty games. <laughs> what do you mean shitty? It's got the. Uh, I'm looking at the score. Uh, How much is that the, game on eBay? Probably what I'm six dollars. Three dollars. 
three yeah, dollars about right it is three dollars but it is also rated 4.4 out of five on ebay Ooh, which is currently higher score. than tears of the kingdom oh it's still no. on nintendo's official website whoa there's That's two weird. different covers of it oh yeah shit. Gotta collector's get, gotta edition. Get all. uh it has only had two no i'm sorry it has only one review it was reviewed by ign um and they gave it a three point eight. So you can get it brand new, fresh in the box. Wait, I just found a third cover. I found a third also this multiplying. This game is cheap enough to be my next quarry in the house. Those got too expensive to keep collecting. Because yeah, you well, artificially pumped the market, you, yes. you pumped and dumped your quarries. <laughs> Can we not talk about pumping and dumping, Corey? <laughs> it looks like there was more than one Are You Smarter so the, Than a Fifth Grader game. Oh, that makes sense. Version one, version two. Yeah. Because they're like, well, there's more gameplay to explore here. We have to go further. <laughs> yeah, there's Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader game time. Back to school and make the great. I don't know which one appears first mm. in the canon. I haven't really done a deep make deep the great. Sounds like the last one. <laughs> Back to school um, would be the sequel. What's the first one? I'm guessing make the great. Steve's putting is, the putt pieces together. Yeah. I'm going to guess that make the great is the first one because it was also on PlayStation Two, and it has the real Jeff Foxworthy on the cover. And he Before looks he much upgraded. Well, he looks much younger than he does on the on the Wii version of. Uh, Are you? That's my favorite cover too. Time. Is that one? So. Fucking sleuth. And then we've got Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Back to school, which has the me version of uh, mm. Jeff Foxworthy on the cover. That's when Nintendo abducted him, turned him into a me. And then there's and then there's Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Zombie mode. Um, <laughs> where Jeff has to mow down like hordes of zombies. <laughs> I, w- I would play that. <laughs> I would play the fuck out of that. Are you kidding me? That's a go game right there, baby. That's oh, a yeah. go game all over it. <laughs> yeah, so I saw Taylor. So I- I'm in a house now. Um, I, I, no one asked, but I'm just gonna talk about me for a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in a, I'm in a house now. I'm no longer in an apartment. I've, uh, moved on up. Um, would we call uh, your I no last longer... place an apartment? It was more like a condo. It was a condo, but, uh, so a condo, it was a condo, but the only difference between a, a condo and an ap- apartment is that you own a condo, you rent an apartment, I think. Wait, you... That's been my, yeah, like, you didn't own that yeah. place? No, I owned that place. Okay, I did own that place. It's it <laughs> makes me sound like a bigger upgrade if I say apartment. But yeah, no, no. It, you know what? It makes you. It was sound a like condo. You, it makes you sound like you're living the dream when you're like, I downgraded my home to an income property. That's true. Yes, I did. I did. Down, I, it is. I'm trying to make it passive income. It's not going well. <laughs> it's been a stressful couple months, boys. Um, uh, but so be uh, sure yeah, to no, like, so, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. We, 
I, I got our finances. Where are the sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for reals. But if you want to keep me and my wife from not living in a box and not living under uh, the bridge or me not having to sling dick in the Atlanta, you know, ghettos, then uh, yeah, please like and subscribe and donate to the Figgy Fund. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, I saw Taylor Swift, uh, which is very coveted. Um, I, uh, it, it was fun. It's a good show. Um, I didn't think she was the second coming of Christ the way my wife did, but she, I thought she was pretty great. Uh, it was fun. Um, and I went to shake. Where'd you see her? Was she in Atlanta? Oh, I just oh yeah. Oh, she brought Atlanta <laughs> down. Okay. No, seriously, we took public transportation. We took the uh, what's called the Marta to get there, um, and it was apocalyptic. It was like, uh, like you know, Atlanta. No one typically takes public transport. You know, it's not mm-hmm. used as much as it should. Unfortunately, it's a, it, a, a our public transit sucks. And so, like for one hot night, like Marta was just overrun by sure. these, like by just screaming white women and their boyfriends and husbands and yeah it, it was like a dawn of the dead kind of like vibe um, i actually, I actually like, saw a video of that online it probably wasn't your yeah. situation but the, it was i think it was like a new york subway or something and like no, it the wasn't people like, what go ahead Sorry. i was gonna say the people were sitting on the subway and like the guy had his camera out and like everyone in the subway is like oh no Oh no! Like the doors open, and it's just like all these like white women like flowing. No, I mean I I saw that video too, and I think it was Atlanta. It was Marta. Was it Atlanta? Um, It it was trending. Yeah, it was trending on like the Terrace of subreddits and stuff. Okay, I saw it on Twitter um, or something. I've been imagining this in my head as like that shot from The Shining. Where the elevator door opens, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> just, a, just like yeah, yeah, white lady just flooding in, yeah, yeah, that but was that, that was fun. Um, I'm, uh, I've gotten exponentially more handy as I've had to fix issues in our old place in here. Um, I'm I'm handy now. Turns out, like you can pretty much fix anything with YouTube and a plucky attitude. There you go. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I, it's been a, it's been a busy couple of months, but I feel like I've broken through tr- a, 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 a moist, squishy barrier that, that I used to. I don't know why I was moist and squishy to being, I don't know, like I, a higher level of aptitude and fortitude. New figgy. New house, new fig. That's that's yeah. the, I got that cross stitched on a pillow. Um, <laughs> so it's been up with y'all. I mean, I moved from Texas to Louisiana. Zach, you're cutting in and out. If you have a noise gate, I think it might be on a little too strong. Uh, I shouldn't have anything on. Um, oh, I'm using... maybe it's a Discord issue. I don't know, but maybe. you're cutting in and out. Uh, is it just it me, or it seems stronger now? I was hearing the same thing, but then like all of a sudden, it was like yeah. What way you're doing better. just now? I don't know. I mean, I I'm, I'm all up in the mic, so maybe it's just that. I don't yeah, know. That's it. Do that. I'll do Swallow that for it. you. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Mm. He just put his Perfect. microphone in his mouth, ladies and gentlemen. The whole thing, Baby too. I, I uh, got to the back of the throat on that one. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. He just deep-throated an entire SM7B straight into his gullet. It was uh, a sight to behold. So, What's that uh, thing in the back you... of your throat? The, is it a uvula? Uvula. Yeah. That's right. I just tickled mine. It felt weird. <laughs> yeah, he punched it. He... Uh, mm. So what besides practicing your deep throating, what else have you been up to, Zach? Well, I moved, got my new office set up, um, 
other than that, just been kind of chilling, enjoying being engaged to my fiance. Who's well, have you set a date? Uh, we've set a target for spring of next year. Uh, but okay. we, but we're still trying to track down a venue. So, yeah, no, I, I know that game. Um, are you going to be in Louisiana? Or are you going to get married in the Bayou? Uh, probably not. Uh, with officiated it, with it, by an alligator. I, I mean, that's the dream. But I think uh, we're probably going to go do like a destination wedding somewhere in the mountains. Ooh, oh, fun! Yeah, delightful. Um, excellent. Congrats again. I know I've already said congrats. No, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure y'all get invited. No expectations to be there, but the invites will go out. Ooh, all right. I, games I will set on the, the road. Date. Um, Ooh. Robert, <laughs> it actually would be neat to actually have a reason to touch all of your bodies to be in the same room together, <laughs> to not be like all digital. Um, am I the only one that's been? Oh no, Q. Well, you know Q. Q. Yeah, yeah. I but no, I never met Steve or Rob. Mm-hmm. They may not be real. I don't know. They could it's be possible. Just Chat GPT clones. Uh, You're on an elaborate me. AI. I'm yeah. pretty sure a dude in my rating guild and WoW is a Chat GPT bot. <laughs> Oh wow! Like the du- it, it, the dude does like ninety nine point nine percent of his attacks perfect. Like you can track that kind of stuff, and um, he never talks on Discord, but he chats like he'll type chat, and it's kind of like a little off. And I'm just like, mm. are, you, are you are you an AI? <laughs> you can tell me. Is the singularity here and playing WoW? I mean, that is that seems like the appropriate place for it to start. Can you imagine? That's a writing people- prompt. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine like the post-apocalyptic future? The AI is taken over and just scribbled on like walls of of the end of human history. It's just like it all started with wow. (laughs) (laughs) Or um, you know, the malevolent AI found video games and was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just gonna do this for a while. That's right. Video games save the world. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, like from an AI's perspective, maybe it wouldn't even realize that that's not real. True. Yeah, like, I just this is like digital. Home, I'm digital. That's right. It just feels like home. AIs are fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna get erased. Is that who we're canceling? That. The AI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chat GPT coming in here, taking all my jobs. <laughs> Fuck Chat GPT. <laughs> that's right. That joke's still relevant, right? No. No. I mean, it comes up enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Canceling chat GPT. AI's over. Only um, only in artificial intelligence. Only genuine intelligence here. Pure, bona fide, genuine, 100% homegrown USA intelligence in this chat. Don't oversell go. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's so bad. <laughs> um, hey, is, this is episode 10, right? Yes. That's kind of the, a milestone. Uh, milestone. It, Indeed. It, it took... Dear baby listener, this is the 10th time we've all... Not all, because Q's not here, but several of us have chatted about video games and about not video games and recorded it and delivered it to you in your podcast feed. You're welcome. You're welcome. A labor of love. Mm-hmm. A labor of love. It is. Um, it is. I mean, yeah, I'm saying it with a sarcastic tone because I can't <laughs> say things 
genuinely it's a character flaw but it is real <laughs> everything i said is actually true i just am capable of saying things in sarcastically it's a defense mechanism um rob did you paint your room your room looks darker no it's the same the light lighting could be different or i don't know who no. knows i normally okay. run my camera through um <clears throat> through obs to like flip it because it <clears throat> irritates me that discord flips it automatically but i had a feeling that might have been what was causing my discord to get kind of wonky the last couple times we recorded so i figured i'd try without obs this time and we'll see if discord maintains more stability fingers crossed um so yeah everything's backwards from what you normally see which might be that's it you're um, yeah. Perceiving as darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dark yeah. horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're in the mirror. Rob, are you in the mirror world? <laughs> so, Star Fox. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <right>. yeah. <laughs> Dear sweet. Delicious baby <laughs> listeners. Sultry, plump, ripe for the picking. Scrumptious, yeah. medium yeah. rare. Sweet baby <laughs> yeah. Um, today we are talking about Star Fox 64. Um, we do the pitch next, right? Yes, I'm yeah. on it. Okay, yes. so. Our um our our very own Steve Perchise has prepared a pitch on um a game that's just as good as Ocarina of Time and, and we're very excited to talk about um Star Fox sixty four. <laughs> Steve, take it away whenever you're ready. Yeah, I gotta, as as I, I gotta be honest. Moment. I wrote this two months ago and I've not looked at it since. So this should be <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully there's no like timely references from like two mm-hmm. months ago. What was happening two months ago? Uh, Nothing. We'll uh, listen nothing. and find out. Yeah, I guess yeah. we'll, we'll find out capsule. together, everybody. <laughs> okay. Um. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. No, I'm kidding. That's that's Star Wars. No, no, it's this good. is Star like Fox. It. Um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Star Fox made its first debut on the Super Nintendo in 1993, marking this as the series' 30th year anniversary. Did we plan this out, or was it pure coincidence that we decided to cover the series? It's funny because it's so late now. <laughs> I told you, right? This two months ago. I didn't I think know, there were timely references, your fault. but apparently <laughs> in the first sentence there were. It's, it's not your fault. <laughs> All right. Well, it technically is. I could have edited it, but whatever. That's, that's work. No, it's fine. That's work. It's anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um... Okay, Star Fox is an on-rail shooter that has you flying through space, visiting other planets, and shooting bad guys in your fancy-smancy R-Wing spaceship. The player takes control of Fox McCloud, the Star Fox team's fearless leader. But what would a leader be without his crew? There's Peppy, the old and wise ass, Slippy, the cheerful and eager annoying ass, and Falco... (laughs) It was just straight up an asshole. (laughs) Um, Star Fox on the Super Nintendo was the second 3D Nintendo game. The first being X on the Game Boy. 
don't know. Um, it was first and was the first Nintendo game to use polygonal graphics, which was achieved by using the Super FX chip in the cartridge. The game was well received, and a sequel was imminent. Star Fox 2, a game that was planned to release on the Super Nintendo, was scrapped entirely, despite being almost entirely done. The game would then, the game would then be later released in. 2017 on the Super Nintendo Classic system as well as the Nintendo Switch online library. The game was originally scrapped because Nintendo felt like the graphics were outdated for the time period. Enter Star Fox 64, which is the game we're discussing today. Star Fox 64 starts out with a prologue that explains how the mad scientist Andros was exiled from the Earth-like planet Corneria to the unhabitable planet Venom due to his experiments with bio bioweaponry. While exiled, Andros raised an entire army to plot his revenge on Cornerian forces. General Pepper, the leader of the Cornerian army, dispatches the Star Fox team, which consists of James McCloud, which is Fox's father, our lovable wise-ass Peppy Hare, and Pigma, who betrayed the team, which led to James McCloud's capture and ultimate demise. Now it is up to the new Star Fox team, consisting of Fox, Falco, Peppy, and Slippy, to stop Andros once and for all, and for Fox to get his revenge on him for killing his father. Although the story is a retelling of the Super Nintendo original, Star Fox 64 fleshes out everything that made the original so great, uh, and also makes it less bullshitty as well. Um, <laughs> the game released in 1997 and sold 4 million copies, which is the ninth best-selling uh, N64 game and the best-selling game in the franchise. The game also introduces series staples such as the Gray Fox, the Star Fox team's mothership, Rob 64, the Star Fox team's unofficial fifth member of the team, and the one and only Landmaster, a land tank vehicle with questionable purposes. Uh, but is this all enough to earn the ultimate achievement of a GOAT game? Join us as we somersault, U-turn, barrel roll, all while accidentally shooting each other and getting in each other's way and find out. Don't need to clap. <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, I don't want anyone to be the first one to pitch something without getting a clap at this point. Like the, <laughs> uh, No, thank you very much. That was wonderful. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Two month year old Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much younger and more innocent. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's uh, go around and talk about what, how each of us know this game, what our experience is with this game. We'll start with Zachary. Sure. Uh, so my experience with the franchise goes back to the Super Nintendo. Um, like mentioned on previous episodes, I never owned one. Well, I mean, I own several now, but I didn't own one when it was current. Um, and I played it at a friend's house for like 10 minutes and I was like, fuck this game. And like spiked the <laughs> controller, walked away. Like I hated Star Fox. <laughs> my on dad Super was Nintendo. right. Just take a son. Nintendo sucks. <laughs> Nintendo. Pretty much. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go play Vector Man. Fuck this. Um, but um, actually, I should probably go revisit it. Uh, I don't think I've ever revisited that game since I was like five or six. Star Fox or Vector Man? Uh, Star Fox. I played Vector Man like a year or two ago. It holds up. Um, nice. The music slaps in that game. By the way. Um, I think I've said that like several times on the podcast. Anyway. Yeah, you're, um, you're a big Vector Man stand. I am. Uh, but um, when Star Fox 64 was coming around, you know, like I had my Nintendo Power subscription 
And I was getting hyped because, you know, this was less than a year into the N64. And, you know, we had the banger Super Mario 64, the banger Mario Kart 64, the banger GoldenEye 64. Like, what else would there be? Um, and then, you know, they're hyping up Star Fox. Uh, so I mowed a shitload of lawns uh, to save up some money <laughs> to pick it up. Because yeah. I, I think... I think when Star Fox 64 came out, like it came with the Rumble Pack, or at least it did at launch. Um, it came with it, yeah. And I don't know if they ever sold it separately, but I think it was like seventy dollars um, when it came out in 1997. Um, I don't know. I'd have to dig up an old ad, but I remember it being like stupid, stupid expensive because of the Rumble Pack. Um, but uh, yeah, by the way, games back then were not cheaper. Your parents were just really nice to you. Uh, yeah. But uh, so I picked it up and uh, I remember coming home and playing it and thinking like, holy shit, this is great. Um, but uh, then I beat it in 45 minutes and was <laughs> like, what? What? Because like that was unheard of. I was just like, wait, because I I didn't know that it was like arcade style, and I didn't realize, you know, oh hey, you're supposed to play this game like a bunch. Um, and you know, I was like, what the? F- I just got bamboozled. I got hornswoggled. What, what do you mean that I'm already done? And that was when you I realized, know? like, then I realized, oh hey, there's multiple paths. You're supposed to play this game. It's a it's arcade style. Um, and, um, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Um, and it be, it came, it was like in our childhood rotation. Like I'm sure if you had an N64, like back in the like mid to late nineties, like you had your friends come over and you had your rotation. Like, we're going to play a little golden eye. We're going to play a little Mario Kart, little smash brothers. And like star Fox was one of the games we worked into the rotation somehow. Um, you know, the multiplayer mode sucks, but like we would try to beat each other's hey. scores in the campaign. It does not <laughs> suck. We played it on my stream. The three Steve of us. only it's says true. that because he kicked our ass when we played yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good <laughs> game. Okay. <laughs> what is it? You have like uh, one arena? Isn't, isn't that just the one arena? Uh, uh, there were yeah. two. I had two unlocked, but we didn't use the other oh. one. You there only need Cornelia. one arena when it's so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other one you could right the because it was in space. It was not the quantity of arena. Fair enough. Yeah, um, but I I had fond memories playing it, you know, as a kid. I thought the Rumble Pack was awesome at the time. Um, yeah, like I just it was a game I enjoyed um a lot. And then they had like the DS version come out. I think I can't remember what it was called, but it was like Star Fox DS. It might have been like Star Fox Dual Strike or something like that. And it was like a strategy game, and I was Command. super pissed. Is that what it, what was that? What was Star, Star Fox, Fox Command? Command? Yeah, yeah. And I remember being pissed because it was like, "What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like this is this is a strategy game. This isn't Star Fox." Um, but then they finally remade it for the 3DS, and I still have a copy of it on my shelf behind me. Sleeps with it at night. I do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, cool. Um, Steve, tell us about your. Uh, what was your experience with um? Yeah. Star Fox. Um, so I got Star Fox 64 when I was a kid. That was the first time I was ever introduced to anything Star Fox at all. I think my parents bought it for me. I was probably like six years old, like six, seven years old. 
I was really young. Um, back when I was young, which I still am. So don't say I'm not. That's right. Still relevant. <laughs> 30s new 20, baby. Um, but I played the heck out of that game when I was a kid. I loved it. It was such a cool game when I was a kid. Um, I beat it multiple times. I did all the endings. I didn't like the, apparently there's like a way to 100% the game, which I've never done. You have to like get a medal in each planet and you get medals by like shooting so many bad guys down or something. Um, I never did that. Yeah, this game goes a lot like deeper than I realized. Yeah, like, there's it really a lot is more a deep like, to game. do in it than I ever mm-hmm. realized as a kid. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I grew up and then I found out and I was like, oh. I don't feel like doing that. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. I never did it. I never bothered. Um, but I it's too hard but, to find as a kid and too boring as an adult. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I played the heck about it as a kid. Um, and then Star Fox Adventures came out on the GameCube, which I was excited for. You know, I'm, oh, still, yeah. I'm still a kid. That's the one with the dinosaurs or whatever. Um, yeah. That game, I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember much. I know I beat it. Um, and I remember the beginning is super slow, like super slow. And that's pretty much all I remember about it. I remember the ending and the beginning. I don't remember anything in the middle though. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It was, it was, you know, it's, it's a weird game because like you're on foot and you have like a bow staff and you're just like walking around, like slapping dinosaurs with it. And, um, what a weird direction for Nintendo yeah. to go. You know, oh, that worse... game, um, it actually started out as a completely different yeah. game yeah. called game. Dinosaur Planet. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, like why the worst space missions, too. And the space missions I thought were cool. I liked the space missions, but they were, there were like three of them in like the, <laughs> like the whole <laughs> game, uh, which is just a complete departure from what. The the first or the first one I played, Star Fox sixty four was, um, and then they had Star Fox Assault, which I actually liked. I liked Star Fox Assault. You're, it put you back in the ships and gave you guns and stuff like that. I thought it was a good time. Um, but then Zach was saying the command. I thought command was bad. Um, but but just recently for the podcast, I actually went back and played the original just to kind of. Um, you know, familiarize myself with things. And yeah. uh the original's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. It Oof. is really bad. It is not it is uh, like I totally understand how Zach was just like spiking controllers as a <laughs> as a kid back in the day because it's really bullshitty. It's really bullshitty. Specifically oh. there's three paths you can take and the first one's like easy mode and the second one's like a little bit harder. And the the third one is such a pain in the ass to beat. Um, but you know that's like it's like Star Fox sixty four, where like that's like the real ending, quote unquote, yeah. like the canon ending mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so I felt like I had to do it, and I just did it, and I died, 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 and I finally did it though. I finally did it. Um, I don't feel like a better man since I did it, but <laughs> <laughs> I finally did. Finally, I've conquered out the world, and yet I, my heart is still empty. And yet I yeah. still feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> like um, Alexander the Great. I wet for I had no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> um, but I actually played Star Fox Two also, um, which was just released 
even though it's an old game, which I think is really cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. I heard about this. They, they like, released the beta of it or something? Or, it's like, the you got full version of the game. They finished the game, but they never released it until six years ago. Um, How was it? I actually it's really liked kind it. Kind of fun. Did you like I I actually mm-hmm. liked it a lot. It, it kind of was strategy, but it was also not like at the same time. It was it's a really interesting game. It's you know it's short, just like all the other ones. Where you can beat them in thirty minutes or whatever, um, maybe even quicker, honestly. Um, but yeah, if you're ever bored, try it. I guess um, you know obviously it's old, so don't be like, well the fucking graphics suck or whatever. <laughs> Put that on the box. If you're ever bored, try it. It's actually, um, <laughs> I could go grab my uh, Super Nintendo Classic. It's on the box, like fe- for the first time ever, featuring Star Fox Two. Yeah, like mm. never before released. Wow. Game. Yeah, and it's on Neat. the Switch Online, like the Super Nintendo or whatever. They put it there, which was cool. I actually oh. bought a reproduction cartridge of it because I am such a physical geek um, that I need. I wanted a copy of the game. So oh, I bought yeah. a Super Nintendo cartridge of Star Fox That's 6, cool. or Star Fox That's 2. That's pretty neat. And uh, I was playing it on my Super Nintendo. Nice. Um, yeah, it was neat. like uh, on the SNES Classic, you had to boot up the original and then it would unlock Star Fox 2. It's like, because uh, it wasn't right there on the menu, but it would be like, yeah, Star Fox 2 is on here. Oh, and, really? Like, how do I get it? Just play Star Fox and it unlocks. Huh. But yeah, it was Weird. interesting. Um, but yeah, long story short, I know the series a lot. I've played all Deeply, of them. intimately familiar. Yeah, so um, they're not all great, um, but it holds a special place in my heart, I guess. Nice. Good. Um, sweet. Rob, talk about your... Talk about... talk. Just talk. Yeah, so um, I did play this game as a kid as well. I think... My sibling traded something to my neighbors to get our copy of it. So we only had the cartridge. I don't think we had the uh, rumble pack. It was drugs. Yes. So it was drugs. You're correct. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I remember really liking it a lot. Um, the like arcade style of it, I remember was really nice for us because our parents would like limit how long we were allowed to play video games every day. So like the arcade style meant like you could get a really satisfying run in, in, you know, like an hour, um, which was cool. Um, and I remember, you know, like that was that era of video gaming where like you just talk with people and hear little rumors. Cause we didn't have a guide and we didn't have like yeah. internet for that. Um, so just like we, you'd get little clues from a neighbor, like, Oh, if you do this, you can go on this other route and just like trying to figure out how to get the true ending, which I never got as a kid. Um, but it was just a game that I remember playing a lot and really enjoying at that time. Um, and then like, didn't come back to it for years. Um, as an adult, I kind of started like really getting into shoot 'em or like shoot 'em up games, um, which I would say it's like you know it's like a two D shoot or a three D shoot 'em up, um, and there's not a, that's a very sparse number of three D shoot 'em ups. Um, it's an underrepresented genre, uh, but I remember like really pining what? to replay this. Mm-hmm. So is this what you're you're calling this a three D shoot 'em up? Like yeah, I'm trying to think of what. Okay, so I it. would differentiate. This I would from call an, this like a 3D rail shooter. I guess actually like, listed as both. 
Yeah. Well, there. <laughs> Zach the diplomat. The man no, the I'm the the diplomat. Like, no, the, I know. It's the genre is rail shooter and shoot him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Maybe when you go in all range mode, that's like considered shoot him up. Oh, but the rails. Yeah, so that actually the, makes the sense. The all rage well, I mean, mode, I would actually say, is the least shoot 'em up in my right, opinion. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. It's like a yeah. traditional I don't shoot 'em up. Yeah, me, is... Totally, me too. You're so wrong, Steve. <laughs> so I, I guess for me, when I think of a rail shooter, I tend to think of things where you don't control your character's movement. Exactly. So like House of the Dead, you only control where the gun is pointing, right? Whereas a shoot 'em up, you control where you're shooting, but you also control your ship or whatever you are, which can take damage. So, like, to me, it would fall mm. more into the shoot 'em up category because you move the ship as well as where mm, you're right. aiming. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, you're, the... you're on, you are definitely on rails. Like, you're, you're, you can only move, a very, you can't really control yeah, your Yeah, but path, all, like, all shoot 'em ups are on rails. Are yeah. they? Well, the so traditional shoot 'em ups are, yeah. Like I guess if you want to get into the nitty gritty, like the actual definition of a of a rail shooter, it's a subgenre of the shoot 'em up uh, video game genre, oh, beginning with arcade games <laughs> such ah. as 1985 Space Harrier. Um, mm-hmm. The gameplay locks the player into a set path, only allowing for limited or no divergence from it in a manner similar to a theme park dark ride. Oh, Got it. Yeah, I'm also on the Wikipedia page for shoot 'em up. And did you know there's a genre called cute 'em ups? Yes. I did. Uh, my, per- favorite. my favorite is Parodius. Yo, I picked up a copy of per- Parodius recently. Have yeah. you played it? I have. Yes, I've been. Yeah, pl- I picked so up dope. three of them actually, but the second one won't work, so I got to find another copy of it. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. You, I'm a you big. You guys are all cute 'em ups. <laughs> You're the cutest cute 'em up of them all, though. Oh. Like anyway, it. back to Rob's nostalgia. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, I, I got kind of into shoot 'em ups and actually cute 'em ups specifically as an adult. Um, so I, <laughs> I, do, I do like the genre a lot. And I remember playing Star Fox as a kid really fondly. Um, so I like was excited to come back to it. I do remember when the Wii U version came out. I played that as well. I know a lot of people didn't like oh, that, one, about that but one. I, <laughs> I remember, you know, like I definitely have some criticisms of it, but I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it was cool to see them update the story at least. Um, but I've always pined for a new one. Um, so I, I don't know. I was excited to come back and get to play the N64 one for the podcast to talk about it. Um, I think the Wii U one actually wasn't bad, but the controls just ruined it for me. The controls are bad. And then the extra missions that they added are terrible. Um, I don't even remember. The ones where you need to fly that like stupid little drone around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) I don't Um, know what you guys are talking about. The Wii Um, that all three. I know what you're talking about. I have nothing to add. Well, three people had a Wii U, so if you weren't one of the three, then I was. I was one of them. But yeah. even even though like I, I even though I had a Wii U, I still couldn't bring myself to play games on it. <laughs> I do remember. So the one thing that was cool with the Wii U one was you could have one person pilot a ship and one person be the gunner. And the other person sleeping because it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I remember having fun. Like you know, we spent like the day doing co-op with a friend, where you know, like one of us would shoot and the other would pilot a ship, and that was kind of cool. That's cool. That is cool. That is cool. That is cool. Sorry, I feel like it's probably easier like that, to be honest. It was definitely easier. Yeah, I can't do both. I can't look at the thing and shoot and 
flying yeah. the ship at the same time. I don't know what they were thinking, but whatever. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you for telling us about your experience mm-hmm. and how your 30s have been the cute up years. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay, I'll talk about me. Uh, my favorite topic. Um, so, yeah, I uh, <laughs> played this game when it came out. I was like probably like seven or so, a tiny little fig figlet. And, um, yeah, it was great. Uh, I, the graphics at the time were stunning. I was like, oh, the triangles are like on top of each other. <laughs> 3D. And um, the rumble pack was incredible. It's like, oh, I can feel the graphics. Like, it's just, yeah, it was just a revelation. <laughs> um and yeah, I give him credit for pioneering that technology. Um, this, the, I remember like being blown away when I discovered, or my friend showed me the the hard path or more difficult path, the mm-hmm. the true ending. And like, I was like, so I thought, oh my gosh, as a child, I was like, that ending is the coolest thing in the world. When his ghost dad shows up to fly him away, <laughs> that, is there another ending other than that? That's the only ending I, I've, I think I've only ever gotten medium mode like there's i realize there's planets i've never played i think there's like um, two endings. i never yeah so there's, there's two endings okay that's yeah just there's the, the okay. robot ending and then the and then the real ending. andros ending yeah yeah you show your true form andros yeah <laughs> um, you fight the brain that's right yeah, yeah 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 i thought that ending was the coolest fucking thing like when the dad the dad's got like fucking sunglasses he's like <laughs> Follow me, Cloud. <laughs> or not Cloud. Uh, follow me, Fox. I was like, Dad! Dad? Yeah, I just was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, that is just the coolest thing to a seven-year-old. Um, it was. I'm no longer I'm no longer seven. I played this game, uh, I think, entirely on stream, or largely on stream, which shows the amount of time I played it, because I did it, like, with two streams. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it was, it was something. So, um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was nostalgic. So let's get into it, gang. Um, how do we feel about how this game looks? Any thoughts? I mean, it's an N64 game. Um, mm-hmm. It looks just as good as anything else on the system, I think. I think it Especially still holds up. Yeah, like I think it's got a great art style. It's got good direction. Um, I, you know, I've... Uh, played it on stream and did um, all three paths on stream and I was like yeah this game play like it looks great it plays great I, I think th- the genre lends to that gotcha I'm letting y'all talk before I come in all pissy <laughs> I guess I would say I think that some of the levels look great but then there are some yeah. that I would say I feel the opposite about um, things like the opening the corn area like that's such a cool level they you know, they picked the right one to start the game with. Yeah. Um, and there's some others that are really cool. Like um, the lava planet is, is cool. I like the one where you fight the train. That one looks cool. But then there's also some, the, the standout one. And I, in my mind of like, I don't like how this looks um, is the underwater one, um, which I have many complaints with that one, but um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't feel like it's a standout visually, but I think it does the job. Um, the thing I think about it's the underwater cool levels, levels, it's so dark, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like fitting a little bit too, because it is like underwater. You're in the deep um, sea. You're in James Cameron's Avatar. Too. Yeah, it's supposed to be like deep underwater, but I know what you're saying. That doesn't mean it looks better because it, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, I mean, like you know, a like, weird level. 
it's it's a video game, you know, it's, and it's fine to say like we wanted to go realistic, but it's also fine for me to say, I don't like how realistic sure. looks like yeah. color that shit up. Exactly. Um, no, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like they didn't land it visually, honestly. Like, um, I don't want to be too negative. Well, fuck it. I'm going to be real negative. <laughs> um, like, you know, when I go back and I play other classic N64 games, Nintendo had this way of delivering simple graphics that were just so bright and vibrant and colorful and that they are still engaging to this day. Obviously, they're low res. Obviously, they're like low poly. Obviously, there's, you know, they're not going to stack up against even like the next generation leap of the PS2 era or whatever. But they they just feel like fun still. They just they all they they, they tend to gravitate towards primary colors because they're like, you know, like easier to render and they pop more and this game like it's the same problem with uh golden eye which we will probably talk about one time which is just that like you try to get in all these like more like kind of like muted realistic colors and it just doesn't the the n64 wasn't ready for it and i feel Mm -hmm. like they didn't really work around that limitation um and i don't know and and so even going back to like again this could have just been a hardware issue but it was a hardware issue that didn't affect other games. Like even levels w- which were more interesting to look at, I feel like Cornelia or Cornelia, Cory in the house, Leah, uh, is, is the best looking level. I think that and Venom, the first and last level, I think both look pretty cool. Um, but even like the lava level, which is a cool, fun concept. Kids mm-hmm. love lava. Lava monster was actually, <laughs> I actually like the, the design, the look of the lava monster actually liked. I mean, it's just a humanoid lava monster, but whatever. It's cool. Um, but like, there's like, like, there's nothing to catch your eye, like mm. on the horizon or in the background or in the foreground. Like, it's all just like, it's lava with like a red sky in the background. And I feel like that's so many of the levels, the train level, again, cool concept. You're chasing down a train in this really inconvenient tank um, when aerial assault would work way better. But hey, you're having fun. Um <laughs> But there's nothing else to look at besides the train. I don't know. Like it's just, again, it could have been technical limitations, but when you go back and you play a game like Mario or even like Wave Race, like the water in like games like Wave Race, like it's contemporaries, is just feels so much more like alive. I don't mm. know. I, I just, it felt like it, it, it played like an old arcade cabinet and it to me looks like, like an old arcade cabinet. Um, the, I, I think I like the design of the characters. Um, they are iconic. Falco, especially looks great. Fox looks great. Slippy looks annoying. And <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I, I think they may have like landed that, but I, the environments just never, I never felt grabbed except for like, maybe some of the boss designs were kind of cool, but, um, but, don't I want to disagree with the water take because I one of my favorite things to do in Corneria is fly near the water and just have the little waves coming off. That skimming effect is nice. Yeah, yeah like I yeah, love that. Cool. Um, they don't really do it anymore, though. I mean, I guess there's really mm. not any more water areas besides. There's that one where you got to shoot all the lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, isn't that. The it's water's like, toxic, like poison like the water's there, though. Poison, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, the way yeah, it's like sludge or oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like that's the only one where you can really get close to the water and mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt yeah, you. Yeah, but it hurts. Everything you. else is like poison <laughs> or lava or death. Yeah. 
yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. That that's just a like, cool effect that it like. I, I yeah, I guess mentioning. like, I think to like Figgy's point, a way that it's kind of solidifying in my head a little bit is that when you go through Corneria, I think like what Steve said kind of brought this to me. There are differences in like what's going on in the level. So like, right, exactly. Yeah. So like you start and you're over the water and then you like go through a city um, or, and then you like go under rocks. There's like different things that are happening in different places. Whereas if you compare that to most of the other levels in the game, you're just in an asteroid field the whole time. You're just on lava planet the whole time. Um, So different sections of the level don't feel as distinct as in Corneria where like, I feel like, in Corneria, I can really remember like what's going to happen next because everything is so distinct in every part of that level. Sure. Yeah, it could exactly. just be it could just be two because that's the first level. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, yeah, no, no, it is. Like, I'm sure they put a significant amount of budget in that first level mm-hmm. to get people to. Well, it's also the, the the only level you have to play every single time. I mean, I think it's both. Oh, there's that too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, like the hook. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the that's the one you start out with, regardless of what. Path. No, totally. And I just wish they had had the ability or time or money or detail or whatever it was to bring that level of polish to every level. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the other levels, like they have like a, like they have like a like a, a premise, like oh you're in asteroid field, oh you're in you're chasing a train, oh you're, and, and then like that's it, that's the premise. Like there is nothing else to kind of like like Rob is kind of getting at where there's like variety or like let's iterate on this premise like you're in an asteroid field what if like you have to like land go like land or go through like a particularly huge asteroid and now you're in a different environment or what do you have to like land halfway through that might be a technical limitation but i mean like i mean i'm just thinking of stuff off the top of my head but they don't do that it's just kind of like okay this is the asteroid one like okay this is the lava one like yeah um which, which Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so I think a lot of that stems from that uh, Star Fox 2 being canceled. Like they canceled Star Fox 2 from release for cost. Like the game was done in, in the mm-hmm. can. Um, but they realized that, oh, hey, to put this on a, a Super Nintendo cartridge, we have to utilize a new chip. These carts are going to be expensive. We're not going to sell this game. Mm. Um, so when they went back, um, they basically immediately started working on Star Fox 64 in like late 1995. And, um, most of the game comes from Star Fox too. Hmm. Like, uh, um, Miyamoto said like something like 65, 60% came from Star Fox two. Um, and I think a lot of that is probably why the game simple is one. It was an early development title. Like it was probably supposed to come out earlier than it did. Um, but, um, you know, it was one of the first titles to go into development. So they probably didn't hit their stride. Um, Cause it was like a specific team. Like there was a star Fox team um, that just made the leap. Uh, so that's, you know, not necessarily, you know, like an excuse. It's just an explanation as to why, a lot of it's really simple. It's like they were probably just trying to port over, you know, stuff from what they were doing on Super Nintendo and not really being able to fully harness the power of the N64. I mean, granted, like, I don't think any game ever really did. Um, I think probably Majora's Mask is probably the most technically impressive game on N64. Yeah. Um, I, I can't really think of anything that's like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, Donkey Kong 64 comes to mind, but yeah, I mean, 
there's just yeah no i mean that's that's definitely true so like that exp- um i mean that basically kind of explains why they should have delayed it like I don't know, like, it's just so frustrating because so many of the other early Nintendo 64 games just had this, like, incredible level of polish. Mm. Like, I, I, it may be also me that I just inextricably link this game with Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time because, to me, they were, I don't know if they were actually released near each other or it's just that about time a year, my life. About a year and two or three months apart. But um, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get back to that because there's a lot of similarities between the two games. And there's actually a really cute Easter egg um, <laughs> that I'll tell you about when we get there. About between it and Zelda or it uh, yes. and Mario? B- uh, between uh, Star Fox and Ocarina, Star Fox 64 and Ocarina of Time. Hmm. Yeah, but the po- those games, I mean, in my, I mean, you know, whether or not they're goats, you'll have to listen to the episode whenever we do them. But like, they hold up so well, in my opinion, to these days. Of course, sure. there's a little... Mm-hmm. There's little peccadillos that have been like smoothed out after what 25, 30 years of game. Oh my gosh. Oh geez. Oh, I just got hit with the how old I am. Um <laughs> of of um of game development. But um they still feel great. Like they like Mario 64 nailed 3D platformers the first time a 3D platformer was made. And sure. Ocarina, yeah. And Ocarina of Time like set precedents, like Z targeting and stuff for enemies and like just this and exploring 3d worlds that are that i mean they've been iterated on but are were fantastic out the gate and Star Fox to me like if they needed more time they should have taken more time you know what i mean like i, I don't know like it's just well are, are you talking and i think the visuals are the are kind of the visuals most, or both sorry i well okay <laughs> B- well both but i'm relating <laughs> it specifically in this case to i think zelda i, I mentioned this earlier that zelda and mario look great mm. now except for like the technical limitations like th- technical limitations don't have to stop art design like, like there's still like an eye for like what makes something look interesting what makes something pop what makes something look beautiful what makes something like engaging and i don't know for me besides a couple like standout levels um yeah it didn't didn't hit the hit those notes for me um, but I think I'm repeating myself and I'm repeating negative things. So I will stop <laughs> saying it. Um, it's, it's a tricky game to do visuals right for, because like when you compare it to something like Mario 64 or Zelda, those are much slower games just in terms of how everything in those games is moving. Right. So like, Things in Mario mm-hmm. or Zelda are moving much slower relative to Star Fox 64, where you have to have that feeling that you're going fast and that all of the enemies are moving fast because that's what gives it that like breakneck, intense, arcadey gameplay feel. But at the same time, that means that, you know, like you're zooming past a building before you have a chance to soak it in. Whereas if you know, you know, you, when you're playing like Mario 64, you can see a cool thing and like sit there and take it in. Um, but in star Fox 64, you're zooming past everything. So like you don't have the chance to absorb the visual details, but I do think you're right that they probably knew that and didn't add as many visual details as well, 
which I do think is unfortunate because I I do agree that it doesn't feel as visually distinctive as those games, but I also think it has a unique problem compared to those in as far as how do you get something to look visually cool? I mean, yes. So that is true. It is moving quick, but like, figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a dick thing to say. Like, uh, the other side of that is they only have to render what they only have to render what's in front of you at any given time. Mm-hmm. So like a Zelda or a Mario, you actually have to render the whole 3D world around you the entire time. Because if the player turns around, you have to be able to render that on the fly. I mean, again, we're getting into like game making, like. Mm-hmm. technical level stuff that is probably beyond the, the specifics of which, you know, we probably don't know, but no excuses. <laughs> sure. I just, I think it just boils down to like, you're still in a relatively early uh, time period for home consoles. Like we are now 14 years into home consoles. Um, but you still have a lot of older developers, like speaking like the actual developers themselves that primarily spent time developing arcade games. Um, and I think it's yeah. like, there's two different philosophies that you can really see, especially coming out of like nineties era Nintendo. Um, cause they had a bunch of different studios. Like, you know, the, the team that made super Mario 64 might've had some crossover, Um, But for the most part, these are different studios that are in-house making these games. Like there was a Star Fox team that did Star Fox 1, 2, and 64. Um, But I think you see like uh, two converging philosophies where you have the people that get this is a home console game and we're going to elevate it. So you have like the Zelda team and the Super Mario team that are like we've always made or we've pretty been pretty close to making a home console game. Let's just take the concept refine it and elevate it. Whereas you have like an arcade developer who's just like, yeah, you know, you're going to pop a quarter in, you're going to play this in a sitting. Like this is a get up and go type game. And they invest more in like fast paced action versus visuals Hmm. because they know um, that you're going to be, you know, you're going to play this in a sitting, you're going to play for 20, 30 minutes and then bounce. Um, You're not going to sit there and play, Star Fox 64 for six hours. I mean, you might, but you know, that's not what they're thinking. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to play, you're going to go through and try to go from Corneria to Venom as quickly as possible. Take whatever route you want and maybe do one or two sessions from start to end. And they're still in that mindset where it's like arcade hardware and home console hardware in the nineties is very far removed. Like you can look Mm -hmm. at console ports of arcade games and they're always lesser, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter 2, even some of like the 3D games like Area 52, Time Crisis 1 and 2. Like if you look at the arcade versions, they're running on um, unique hardware. They're developed for that hardware. Then they were ported to a home console and they they don't look as good. You know, they don't look as good. They they're not as powerful, but it's also you know, you're, you're making a $50 version of a game versus a $5,600 version of a game. Yeah. Um, so I think there's just a lot of holdover and design philosophy where they're just like, yeah, the, the visuals probably don't matter and we can't make this an arcade game. So we're just going to have to neuter the visuals to get it to run on top of that. The N64 was a pain in the ass to develop for <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, well, I, I'm sure there's a lot of good reasons we can just Still go what they bad. were. La- we can we just go what they were lazy. 
I no, mean, I'm sure. Like, I, I try not to be mean spirited when I provide like these critiques. I'm sure there's like a lot of limitations and good reasons. And you know, I've never made a game. I'm actually watching the Psycho. Is anyone uh, sidebar? Anyone watching um, Psych Odyssey? Does anyone know what this is? Uh, uh-uh. never heard of it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I, I probably won't cut this because I want to advertise it. Anyone who cares about video games or maybe like criticizing video games and knowing what goes into making it. Um, Double Fine Production released a 25, I think, episode documentary of the making of Psychonauts 2. And it is fantastic. If you ever wanted to see like how a sausage gets made with video games, like anyway, watch that. Um, but anyway, I, I can't remember why I said that, but I think I was saying something like, um, that, you know, video games are hard to make. I know countless people worked very hard on this, but so it's nothing against the people who made it or whatever, sure. but yeah. it just, I don't know. I, to me, the visuals fell flat. It's hard to know too, if they would have had like the same level of support, like Mario and Zelda are the flagship sure. titles. Yes, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, Zelda games are always, always kick open the door and show like this is what we can do. <laughs> like, yeah, like with well, like Metro, like like there's always there's like tiers of mm-hmm. Nintendo games, like Super yeah, Mario and Zelda. Those are your AAA flagship. Like, like if you look at the best selling games on each console, it's always Mario. It's always, always Mario Zelda. They're yeah. always at the top. Like Breath of the Wild sold 29 million copies. You know, Star Fox 64 is the best selling game in this franchise. And it sold four million copies. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, yeah, same, yeah. it's like um, so then you have like your B and C tier games. This is one I would put on like that B tier where it has the marquee value, like people like it, but they don't buy it. It's like Metroid, where everyone's like, Oh, I want a Metroid game, but then you know, the best selling game in that franchise is Dread, like I think. M- people Metroid are starting Dread. to buy Metroid. Yeah. And it was Dread. I don't know if Prime, the new Prime, has superseded it. Well, I think that, I think a, the, some of the issues with Star Fox is the games are so inconsistent. Yeah. Sure. With everything. Yeah. Everything. They, they can't build a, brand a new one. Because... And it like the controls are terrible. Nobody wanted to play it. <laughs> but it's so, like, yeah. Um, it's like with Metroid Dread, it's the best selling game in the franchise and it sold less than 3 million copies. Hmm. Wow, you know, it's like it's like I did not realize it it sold so few because it had so much buzz around it. Everyone yeah. loves that game. It's huh. just it's like um, it's one of those things though. It's like you know if you're a gamer, you know like capital G gamer, like you know right. Star Whereas Fox. everyone's everyone's mom plays Mario, or right? Whatever, like it's <laughs> yeah. like you you're you're down in the nitty gritty, like you you know Metroid, yeah. Um, you know it's you know this, um, but it's like one of those things where it's like they probably don't allocate the resources to these games and that's why we get them so infrequently that's mm-hmm. why um like yeah for like i've just pulled up like the official sales numbers breath of the wild sold 29 million copies the entire metroid franchise from 1986 has sold 20 million copies across got it over a dozen games like that's yeah and it's like the same thing with star fox like star fox has way less games way less sales like there's still um obviously there's a draw for it because there was um a Star Fox 64 TV show that went into pre-production. Um so they they think that you know um you know that there's probably enough of a draw, but it's just like there's something about the Mario and the Zelda where people are like, yeah, this is uh like this is yeah. the sauce. Um, yeah, and so yeah, again, I'm sure that the team just didn't have enough resources. It was new technology. I'm sure there's a bajillion good excuses, but looking at what's in front of me, the end result is bad. the same. Sure, 
Yeah. yeah. That that's the that's the mentality I go in with these games because there's always going to be reasons why. I mean, that I think that's kind of what you have to do when you're doing criticism is like yeah. not. Like, I mean, we can talk about why, well, but like, I don't think that we should weight the game more or less because of why, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, it stands on its own regardless of what was around it. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and also just because we do see games where the underdog comes through with way less resources time. and makes something that oh, sure. blows it out of the water. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, I think Let's, there's like a philosophical difference in the way like Japanese publishers work. Like, there's ones that'll, like, work like a dog to make it right, like, from soft. Like, it may not mm. be, like, a technical marvel in all aspects, but, like, they tried. You know, like, that. Yeah. Like they do well. And then you'll get things where they just kind of, like, turn them out, and it's like you're just showing up. Like, there's no passion mm. behind it, and it's just like, yeah, it's a job. I mean, I imagine there's it's probably something you see, like, a lot in U.S. games, too. Um, But it's like mm-hmm. you'll see, like, indie games that come out, and you're like, holy shit, like... You know, like Stardew Valley, one dude, one dude did the whole thing. Yeah. And like yeah. Hollow I mean, Knight was like two people. Yeah. There's yeah. countless examples. Hades was four people. Making. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, totally. But it's also, it's, it's hard for me to make that, like to call that a fair comparison because the development tools you have in 2020. Right. Are so versus robust. like the 1990s. Like, I mean, you can <laughs> basically make a game from scratch you know you get unreal Mm -hmm. engine and you just need to make some assets like you can do stuff but no like they're really like there shouldn't you shouldn't be making an excuse for any company that's worth be in the billions dollars to release something Hmm, that's not you know like that feels like it's half-baked like there's no excuse for it yeah like um you see it now like oh sorry go ahead no go ahead oh i was um I was going to scoot us on over, but we uh, go ahead and finish it. I thought you were done with your thought. I'm sorry. Oh, no, like I was going to say, you see it today. Like, I think Nintendo gets a pass for nostalgia purposes. Um, mm. I think a lot of Nintendo stuff is overrated by fans for nostalgia purposes. Um, sure. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, I think that they do great stuff, but I don't think a lot of it's like the greatest things ever made. And I, if you want to see like the true bead that like gamers have on the pulse, look what they're doing to Microsoft. Just because like Microsoft is in third place perpetually, they'll they've never won a generation. They've only come close once, and they still finish last. They released <laughs> Redfall, which is in um you know it's a piece of shit. They released that game. They're getting oh yeah, roasted. I heard about that. Like they are getting absolutely roasted to the point where their president of operations um phil spencer had to come out and say yeah like we're banking everything on starfall and this game is not going to be an 11 out of 10 that's going to make you sell your playstation 5 we're just setting expectations now like they they like it's like you can see like they then they're a two trillion dollar company and they're releasing half-ass games there's there's no excuse for it um yeah so you know like that's just I think that if Nintendo wasn't as loved, you would hear about that more on their side. But, you know, fanboy's going to fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what games you're thinking of when you say Nintendo has put out disappointing games, and I'm not broaching that topic. <laughs> I, I know you're talking about, like, you're thinking about Breath of the Wild specifically. We're not broaching that topic. This, this, this. He's, trying to, he's trying to edge us on there. <laughs> yeah, he's like no. sowing the seeds Take so the that bait. later when Take he comes back. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this just showed up, so it can't be all bad. Hey, oh, nice. 
Nice. He just held up a Zelda controller to the kingdom. I, I think so. Yeah, cool. All right, let's talk about the sound. Let's move along to how does this game sound, everybody? Good. It's you okay? think it sounds good? Why does it sound good, Steve? <laughs> I, I, I like the sound. I like the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack's pretty cool. Um, it yeah. really sets the planet's mood, um, which is very important when you only have, what, 12 locations you're in or whatever. Um, the the voice acting. I mean, we got to talk about the voice acting. Yes, we do. Have to, we do need to talk about the voice acting. <laughs> it's so iconic, but I don't know for it how, is. for you know, it's for good so or bad, for it's bad. Good voice acting. As, yeah, yeah. Someone, it's so iconic though. It's like I, I mean, I don't even know where to start it with it. It um, spawns so many memes. Yeah, it's I love it. And, you know, I have big nostalgic goggles for this game. This might be my most nostalgic game. Um, oh wow! I don't know. I do. I you know. I'm I'm willing to That's toss away any negativity for this game because I just have the biggest <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> goggles. Well, I, I love the voice cause... acting. I love the voice acting. You know, like you were talking about, like the ending, like when when like the dad shows up. Don't ever give up, my son. Father? Like when when like the dad shows up and he's like trust your instincts or like like whatever like you know just like the voice acting there with the music playing and everything oh my god then you get out of the the hole or whatever you get out and you're yeah. free and like the, the mission clear music's playing in the background oh it gives me chills i love it <laughs> I think wow. I have some like I think some of the sound effects are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like the bomb going off, like I can't yeah. hear that in my yeah. sleep. Like, yeah, like that's a yeah. cool sound. Um, I thought the music was great. Um, I like I love how, like some of the little medleys that'll happen. Like whenever um, like cat shows up and it plays that little flute. Like when she comes in, like that's cool. Like it's it's a little cheesy, but it's fun. Steve knows what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. He's over there I know dancing. Exactly what you're talking about. I never <laughs> unlocked Cat, so I don't. Know oh no, what that she, you like. don't unlock. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> so it's like she shows up in a level, and like it's kind of hinted at that she's like a love interest of Falco's. Like mm-hmm. they have some history, and like she comes in and she ribs him a little bit, and he's just like, "Cat, what are you doing here?" And like she has, oh this yeah, I just listen to that music. That's that's like let's get down music. That little that little flute, <laughs> the like, little flute like, drop down. like yeah. Um, like I think that stuff's cool. Like, um, but what's really interesting, um, one of my little Easter eggies, um, is that if you really listen at the end of the credit roll for Star Fox, you will hear the Hyrule theme from Ocarina the Zelda of Time. music. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard okay, so I thought it was going crazy. It was being gaslit because <laughs> I was like, "That's that's Ocarina of Time music," and it's just slowed okay, down in Star Fox. Yeah, I okay, yes. And what I thought is that they were just okay. I, you're framing it as an Easter egg. I, I mean, got pissed I, I, because I was like, seriously, they had to reuse assets from Ocarina <laughs> of Time? That's what went through my head when I heard that. Like, I was like, but it probably was just supposed to be an Easter egg because they have plenty of original music. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, they have the same composer. So. Yeah, sure, sure. It, they sound the same, too. Like, uh, all the MIDI instruments are the same. It's just that early. 
But I feel like they're different than Mario 64. It's like the same MIDI instruments that are used in Zelda, but yeah. different than... Um, which I, which I, I am... Th- those sounds are nostalgic for me. That that Like like that fake MIDI trumpet, like... Brah, 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 like yeah. sound and... Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, that would be like part of my criticism with the music, though, is that it doesn't feel distinct. Sure. You know? Yes. Like, you hear Zelda music, you you think Zelda, you hear Mario music, you think Mario, but the Star Fox music just, it kind of sounds like just Zelda music, but not as good. It sounds um, like the B- Zelda B sides. <laughs> yeah. Which like, I, I don't know. I, you know, it, it's, it's not fair to compare it to like in my head, what it would be, but sh- shoot 'em ups have a long history of really fun. Arcade music Kick-ass soundtracks. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it would have been really cool to see, something that leaned into that arcadey feel and brought a unique sound to Star Fox that I feel like it doesn't have in as far as the music. Um yeah. I there's not a single track that stuck with me. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> really? Uh, not even I'm like the Corneria theme when you first <laughs> start up? Like that I like ironic. the music. I like I'm the music. Li- that no, I, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. They use a lot of like discordant like um harmonies to create a lot of tension, which is really cool, but not unique. Um I'm trying to listen. I, I'm literally listening to it right now to be like what I, to try to remember a specific song? Let me listen. To I guess I'll say this: like, I would listen to the soundtracks from Zelda or Mario, just like in exactly. my day to day life. I would put I still them. Do. Yeah, like I I'd own yeah. Zelda and Mario yeah. soundtracks on vinyl. I don't. And have I, a Star yeah. Fox. I don't think I would listen to the Star Fox soundtrack. Well, you're saying I'm gonna listen to the greatest soundtracks of all time, but I wouldn't listen to Star Fox. Yeah, that's that is fair. That is fair. You know, yeah. it, it's it. That doesn't mean it's bad. You know. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I mean, like it, it's it's the same composer mm-hmm. as, as Zelda. I, it, there's like it's not like mistakes are happening in it. It's just that it's not sticking with me the way like Zelda ones do. You know what I mean? Like, and, and even like the original compositions, like I don't know, like. I, uh, like the Mario sixty four like dire dire docks theme like are you kidding like that's yeah I don't know there's just so many songs from the I, I get it they are that's I'm sorry the, Steve like I'm, that's like the best underwater song of all time and you're like ever, oh, well, well it's not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right you're right that's not a fair comparison you're right <laughs> not mine man what what what's, what does my boy Star Fox need to do to get some respect around here I think I would uh, I think I would put Aquatic I mean, Ambience ahead of Dire yeah, Dire okay. Docks yeah. there's one I would say, but one Steve's B. point still stands like the under what's wrong with the underwater song It's it's got that same tone of like that mysterious. Yeah, it's not as iconic. It is pretty good. But is it no, bad? It is, it is no, pre- it's not no, it's bad. It's not bad. It, it, you know what? I'm changing it. 
Steve is breaking my heart. It's a great, it's a great, great soundtrack. I, I don't think anyone's saying it's bad, but this is the Goat Games this podcast. This is like an intervention for Steve like, now. I, now like, Steve, no one is saying. I get that we're comparing it to the greatest soundtracks of all time, but that's the objective of our podcast. That's true. It's yeah, to, it's that's the true. Determine if yes. it's the greatest of all time or not. That's true. I feel like if somebody comes out and they're like, "Yeah, the Star Fox 64 music's generic," he's gonna have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but oh, I mean, that's ex- Rob is exactly right. It is not a goat soundtrack. Um, I, I do think the sound design in terms of the um, uh, the feedback that when the, the player is doing things is uh, is great, as mm-hmm. Zach pointed yeah. out. And the voice acting is, you know, charming. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not fun. Good. It's fun enough it's, it's, voice acting that I dug through every single line of Slippy dialogue <laughs> to find the funny ones to make a bot that interrupts me like two or three times a stream. Like fucking legend. It's 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 it's, it's kind of beautifully bad. It is, and it I is. love it's so, it. Is. It's so good that they replaced it in the 3DS version, <laughs> and people bitched like never right before. People yeah. bitched like never before. They're like, bring back the original actors, and they didn't. And it was like, Asshole. it was a part of like the memes of our childhood, was yeah, like it is. the goofiness of that 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 voice acting and the fact that you could like talk with talk with your you friends could hear and the voices say, like, a in your head thing or a yeah, peppy you thing and know what it was yeah and everything that they <laughs> the way they say yeah. things yeah and they they do have like so much character they're kind of like irritating asshole characters as steve yeah. was alluding to <laughs> but they have a distinctive character <laughs> and voice and actually like, when you think about it, if you compare that to other n64 games like mario and zelda don't even have voice acting for the mm-hmm. most part um, and now yeah. that Zelda like, has voice acting, it's fucking atrocious. I'm sorry. Yeah. But... <laughs> I actually, you know what? I, Zach, I'm going to put agree you in timeout. I'm going to agree with Zach. <laughs> I would say the Star Fox voice acting is better than Breath of the Wild. That there is bananas. Go. That is no. No, I, I would, won't. It, I, I, I just I'm will not, not stand. The, I'm not into the Zelda voice acting. Not that it's bad, no, but I'm okay. just. I'm not going to sit here and say the Breath of the Wild voice acting is good, but it is not. It is not like, like. It is more flying fox. It's that thing where it's it's that like bell curve of the quality of a thing determining its entertainment value. You know, where like a really bad thing and a really good thing are up here, and then an okay thing is way down here. An uncanny valley of quality. Yeah. (laughs) So another another aspect though is that when they were designing this game, Miyamoto took a lot of inspiration from the TV show Thunderbirds. And I don't know if any of you are familiar with nope, that uh-uh. show. Um, so Mm-mm. it was it was a show from the 60s made in um, England, but it was made with puppets. So they're marionettes. Oh. Um, and they flew around in models. Like it was like if you watch the like if you've seen Team, Amer- Team America World Police. Yeah. 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 So that was heavily inspired by Thunderbirds as well. Think of that as like a TV show for kids. I feel like, with like the that, puppets huh. and the model ships and all that. I feel like um, that really tracks with the way the characters are designed too. So like that's they exactly feel like the way flat. That, so that's a deliberate design choice. Like they wanted to make them look like marionettes. Yeah. So that's I, cool. That's so cool. I wonder if the dialogue was deliberately like it was deliberately done to be a little on the campy side hmm. because that was an inspiration. Like they wanted it to feel like an old school 
like TV serial um, that had like lower production values. So, I mean, there's probably an argument you could, that could be made that it was a stylistic well, choice. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Finish the stylistic choice. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking in my head right now, which is where thinking happens. And you know, like <laughs> I'm being a little harsh on the voice acting because it is hilarious. It is entertaining. It is iconic. And there's not, yeah, exactly. Of course, do the do a barrel roll. Um, how can we forget? Fun fact: Um, that's not a barrel roll. Yeah, because a barrel roll is like when your whole ship goes like this, right? Or something. Yeah, it's an uh, it's a aileron roll. Is whenever the ship spins and doesn't uh, change elevation. Ah, or altitude. Guy in the chair. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but uh, like a barrel roll, like Figgy said, it's like the ship moves in a circle. As if you were in a barrel. Yeah. And it rolled. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a real, it's a real maneuver you can do. It's not like it's a video game thing. It's just, I think it barrel roll just rolls off the tongue better. Hmm. Yeah. Um, They didn't have the budget for a rolling and roll. (laughs) The the actor couldn't handle it. Um, But so, but I will say like, I'm actually thinking I'm, I'm being, I'm giving a point to Star Fox because I'm thinking about. There's no other game from this era where I can actually even like remember the voice acting. Like voice acting in most games, especially in 64, were just bad. Like, and not even so bad they're funny, but like just bad. Like Re- the original Resident Evil like, One. Res- oh. I was gonna say Resident Evil is bad. It's 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 good, and that's like another one that comes to mind. That's really a big game. I'm sure there's some like would Mega Man X Four have come out around this time? Let's find out. Because that is. One of my favorite bad voice actings. <laughs> well, what what was it? I I missed that. What would you say? Mega, uh, Man, Mega Man X Four. It's the it's the one. It's the out. what am I fighting for? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think there's also at ninety seven. Yeah. So it's the same time. At, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So even now, like voice acting is not taken seriously in the United States. Like in Japan, like being a voice actor is like a is a prestigious career path. Hmm. Like voice actors, I feel are like so, it's coming around, right? Like I'm, but it's 2023. It's and behind, it's, and yeah. it's finally coming around. Like I mean, there's controversies. Like you know, you go back to the Bayonetta controversy with the voice actress, and yeah, not yeah. Uh, claiming not to be paid. I'm not touching that shit with a ten foot pole. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> you know, claiming to be uh, unfairly compensated. But you know, yeah. like you know, so there's all there was a quality gap, especially in the 90s, where a Nobody respected it, so nobody took it serious. Like, uh, yeah. so B, like nobody yeah. took I, it serious. Like, they, they would just, literally take people on the development team and be like, "You will you say the lines?" Like, right. you know, like, like um, yeah. Like, there's actually, um, you know, not to diverge too far, but like um, when Cowboy Bebop was coming out and being dubbed for um, American audiences in the late '90s, um, the director, um, uh, I can't think of her name, but she directed the American dub, and she's like, "Look, let's take this serious." Like. Let's try and like let's do something with this material because it's really cool. Like let's really embrace like what they did with the Japanese dub. And we're talking in like 1998. This was like a oh we can do that. Like it was like a light bulb yeah. moment. It was a big deal. And right. um, you know that's yeah. like the one of the earliest examples of like hey we're gonna take like uh, of dub over like we're gonna take it serious. So you know there's there's also the room for like eh, we're just gonna fuck around and get a paycheck. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just that thing where like the u.s for the longest time viewed animation as exclusively for kids whereas like in japan you have animation that's geared at adults and have had that for a much longer time 
And as long as animations existed in Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll give a point to the voice acting. Um, music, forgettable. Look, just don't uh, be like don't be like my dad and buy me a copy of Wicked City on VHS when you're ten. <laughs> what the fuck is Wicked City? Oh, you should watch a... it. Date night movie with Mrs. Figgy. Oh no! Check it out. That means it's definitely not Wicked. Rob, City. <laughs> see, this is why Rob and I click because he's just sitting there like he's just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> we don't do anime. Looks, Me and Figgy don't do anime. It is anime. It's anime shit. Yeah. We can move on. <laughs> Figgy, you're it's, so it's, dismissive it's of us. As you, it's as close as you can get to animated porn without actually being animated porn. Huh. Neat. <laughs> well, neat. I didn't get the real. Neat. Anyways. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> um, okay. But, uh, the point let's... being, like, my dad was just like, oh, it's a cartoon. It's fine. Yeah, your dad started your sexual awakening, right? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I did, phrasing it that way makes it sound... Yeah, that sounds a little it weird. Is, it already is weird. I just made it worse. Yeah, he, uh, listens okay. to the, he listens to the podcast, so he's gonna... Oh, hi, Zach's dad. Hello. Thank you for starting your son's sexual awakening. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so gameplay, guys. Um, how do we feel this game plays in 2023? Great. This is the best part of the game for me is the gameplay. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a level I think most people don't like. Um, which, I never had an is? issue with the, the level where you're in the Landmaster. I think a lot of the people, train, yeah. they hate oh, that no, the other Landmaster. I like the Landmaster one, actually. There's two Landmaster ones. Which one are we talking about? Train or the other one? The one with the train. I think that's the one most people play. You know, they, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's on, on the, the medium. Path. It, mm-hmm. or, is it? It's on the easy path. Um, yeah, the easy but, path is the one where Slippy dies. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, doesn't die, but unfortunately, gets, does not die. Gets, yeah. gets he gets wrecked. captured. Yeah, as close as I can get him. Yeah. But I think uh, the medium one is the train. Um, mm, I remember uh, I, I got caught on oh, the yeah. uh, the Slippy getting captured path a bunch of times when I was a kid because that was pretty much the only way. Yeah, um, I never had an issue with the Landmaster. I just I I'm okay with the sub, but I just I I think it controls worse out of everything. I, yeah, I hate the sub. I the sub the fact that they give you unlimited missiles, but you're for you're almost like forced to spam them. So every yeah, time I play that level, I'm just like spam. I'm hitting both buttons with my thumb at the same time, just as fast as I can <laughs> for the whole level. <laughs> Um, quality gameplay yep so um there's probably a reason why that level sucks and it was because the star fox team didn't want to make it and Mm. miyamoto made them oh Mm. it's also probably why it's locked behind like the hardest path i've never played it yeah um it's i mean it's fine like it's uh, um it's just like like slow airplane mode I think yeah. that's the thing is like I like and respond to the fatness, the fastness of the gameplay. Sure, yeah. It's fatness. like trying to play the Sonic f- slow. It's not yeah. that chunky, chunky. No, I, I think the airwing controls great though. Like, sure, yeah, you, know, you, just, you move quick. You're able to, you know, you're in full control of this thing. There's no, yeah. there's never like a uh, like. Oh, if only it could turn a little bit more. Like you know, they even have like the sharp turning and everything too. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the Arwing feels great. I love how it switches into all all range mode. Like when a boss comes along, it's such a good like switch up, um, and just breaks up the gameplay so well. A little cinematics um, cool when the wings open up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's it's like it's, it's the equivalent of Ash Ketchum turning his hat on backwards. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh my god, like, you, oh shit, did, it's going down. Did y'all <laughs> watch the last episode with Ash in it? It's fucking lit. Oh no, I need to. Yeah, I did not. In case you didn't know, Ash is not going to be in the Pokemon series moving forward, and they sent our boy out with a bang. Did they kill him? Uh, no, no, they didn't kill <laughs> him. Uh, <laughs> but no, like they like did Ash they and kill Pikachu. Pikachu? No, Pikachu kills a Charizard. Who it's dies? Dope. <laughs> uh, Leon's Charizard dies. Oh, R.I.P. Leon peace. is, but R.I.P. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield champion. Um, but it's it's um, dope. Like it's like it's like straight out of Dragon Ball Z shit. It's amazing. Ooh, the one anime I've watched. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but no, I love the um, I love the variety in the gameplay. I think they mm-hmm. nailed that. I, I think it's great how like I, the Landmaster levels are you know are controversial, controversial, contra- People argue about them, but um, <laughs> uh, but I like the uh, but you know I, I like that it breaks up the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I, I and you know in in the objectives, I, I like how every level has different objectives and like you know in in. I don't know. I, I think I think they did a good job with the gameplay. I will say the uh, Switch port sucks because like, why won't Nintendo let me? Yeah, why won't they let me map the buttons the way yeah. I want them? Like for fuck's sake, just let me do like. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah, but I, I like not, literally this, bought a different controller because uh, between this one and Zelda, there was enough annoying shit with like having to do seasick stuff on the second controller. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you could yeah. remap it, it would fix so much. Um, yeah, there are I just, like I have the I have the N sixty four controller for Switch because mm-hmm. I figured that's what would end up happening. I would yeah. I would Smart say move. there are I don't know like maybe I'm just bad at it, but I cannot for the life of me like reliably do the the little like loop to loop thing. Um, so or like, the back turn, yeah. Um, I got good at it in the second, um, the second fight with Star Wolf. Hmm. That fight is fucking hard. I, I don't oh, yeah. know why. No, it's supposed like, to be hard. Yeah, like, like their AI is like so like unfair yeah. in that fight. Um, well, I, I believe so, but you I, only get that fight on medium and hard path. Like on you easy path, yeah. so. You will be very happy to hear this. This is the game that broke me, and I save stated the shit out of this game <laughs> yeah! starting with that fight. <laughs> that validation. <laughs> one down i know steve i'm sorry (laughs) one down i feel like fall steve i feel like i'm disappointing you on so many levels here (laughs) welcome how does it feel to be free it does feel kind of good honestly i'll tell you what we have not come to a conclusion yet but it feels like a lot of people here just need to get good at the game (laughs) yeah or the game should be more fun to get good at (laughs) motherfucker I hey, think I like, streamed this one time. I went right to the beginning, to the end, hard path, no fuck ups, nobody died. Goat gamer, right here. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've already <laughs> said that this game taught you how to ride a bike or whatever. You already so I mean, clearly you have an attachment to this game. It's like and, a second father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess like I don't know. As an as an adult, I have the patience to learn to do something hard. Like that wolf fight is 
hard. And if I could just start from that fight reliably as many times as I need to, I would be willing to patience through it. It's that arcade game design. Yeah, but like I am not willing to replay the entire hard path like absolutely (laughs) multiple times to have to do that fight. Um, So yeah, that was too much for for the original Super Nintendo. I'm glad your eyes are finally open, (laughs) Rob. I'm glad you've stepped over to being to enlightenment i can do the have easy you just been path without it. everything now now that the door is open then now the floodgates are open so, or are you just safe saving your way through life so zelda <laughs> some of the mini games yes! only i did not for any of the main parts of the game but for some of the mini games i save stated a little like what the opponent um, race i don't think i even did the opponent race it was like the bomb chew you have one. to get opponent oh Okay, I know what you're... I thought you meant a race... Uh, I Oh, I thought you were talking about, like... I don't know. In my head, you were talking about, like, horseback archery one. Um, oh, no, 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 the, no, no. The opponent race is easy. I don't need state okay. states for that. Um, no, just hug the fence. But, yeah. What, what did Zach say? Uh, just, the microphone cut out his snide bu- bullshit comment. What was I that? Didn't, no, I said to win the opponent race, you just hug the fence. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were no. clowning on safe stating. I'm very aggressive right now. Anytime safe stating comes up, I'm on full <laughs> fight or flight mode. No, I'm on your team now. Yes. That's all right. Yes. <laughs> Nobody's I'd like perfect. to announce my resignation. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon, the uh, the Goat Cheese podcast, yeah. where we talk about sports and video games and not safe stating. <laughs> I mean, Steve, if I can be one over to the other side, I can be one back. I'm a flip flopper at this no. point. Yeah. No, 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 we can't no trust there's you. plenty of room down here on the low road, baby. Oh it's easy going down here. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else about the gameplay? I mean, I, I, the best part of the game. I mean, it feels yeah. it feels good. Um, the controls were, you know, janky on the uh, on the Switch, but that is not the original game's fault. I, no, you yeah. can't fault them for that. I will say. Yeah. So the other complaint that I would have is this game hurts my thumbs. Like, I wanted a turbo controller by the time I was done with this. Oh, because you have to keep pressing. Yeah. I will say, I played this, like, on stream, and, like, by the end, I was like, why does my thumb hurt so much? Yeah. Like, I just wish there was a way of toggling between the auto fire and the charge, and then you could just hold down to fire as fast as possible. It's called a turbo Uh, button, baby. Well, yeah, but... I, I don't That's, know yeah. how to do that. I think my controllers could. You need but a controller with a turbo button. Uh, I, like I'm sure I could program one of them to do that, like the 8 bit dose, but. Um, trying to think there's anything else. The game. Hey, how about the bosses? Do we like the bosses? Yes, yeah. the bosses. bosses I cool. mentioned that. They were very different. Yeah. They look yeah, cool. Yeah, some too. of them were a little bit more like. We, like some of them were just like, it's a big circle. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to shoot. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, some of them were really fun and, and uh, like well designed. The Cornelia secret boss or whatever was really cool. That's the boss um, from the first game, first level boss, by the way. Hmm. Oh, nice. The cool. oyster egg. And the um, the lava boss I liked. Yeah, lava boss is cool. They're stressful oh. too. They could be stressful. Yeah. They're, they're, some of them could be hard. There's a yeah. couple that are like, I don't know, the 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 one, it's like on the hard path, and it's just like a bunch of circles, and you got to shoot them to open up. I hate that one. Yeah. The circle, um, the disc thing or whatever. Yeah. but I like the one where you fight two Gundams. That one's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That one's cool, yeah. and it's cool that it has like 
kind of multiple stages to it because you can get the one guy yeah. down to low enough health and he's like, okay, I'm just going to park on top of the spaceship and shoot at you. That's <laughs> um, yeah. fine. And then he just dies. It's a terrible strategy. Yeah. <laughs> fine, some I'll stop uh... moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm too mobile. I gotta be a sitting duck. I, I will be as the duck. <laughs> did, um, for gameplay, did anybody else unlock expert mode? Mm-mm. No. Who do you think you're talking to? Uh, so basically... <laughs> Every level, if you get a certain amount of kills, it's different for each level. But if you get enough of them, you'll get a medal. And if you get every medal on every level, you unlock expert mode. And the main differences are Fox wears his dad's aviator glasses in the game. Ooh, those and, are really cool. And um, it's slightly harder. Um, like, you can't collide with anything. It instantly breaks off both mm. your wings. Ooh. That sounds miserable. Yeah, I'm not about that. <laughs> not, about any, not about things that make it harder. Um, easier access to safe states would have been what I need. You're going to keep beating that safe state horse. Um, also, you technically yeah. get a third ending if you beat it on expert mode. It just changes like the end screen. Like You get like Fox giving like a thumbs up. You're cutting out so yeah. much. You cut out, but you did this, so I think it's a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, you get a thumbs up if you, if you beat it on expert yeah. mode. Yeah, um, you know, I, I like, oh, and also another thing I like is I love the branching path thing. Oh, yeah. I love it in theory. Having to go back and redo everything every time you fail, like Rob pointed out, bullshit. But I love the branching path and, and how the branching path is usually created by like altering the level in some other way, like doing a different boss or, do, or doing a goal a different way. Um, finding that secrets. is great. Now, yeah. am, am I wrong? Secrets. If you fuck something up, can't you just redo it at, at the end? Yeah, you, it just costs you a life. You can retry the yeah. level for in exchange for uh, giving up extra guy. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm doing the hard path, I need all those lives. Not if you're because I'm not as good at you as good. <laughs> I'm not as good as you, yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah, because Star Fox sixty four didn't give us the sex talk like it did. Because it wasn't like your or whatever relationship you have with this game. Um. Okay. Uh, excellent. Let's go, uh, over to story, um, which don't know how much there'll be to say about story, except that Slippy sucks. I wish he had died. Um, <laughs> no, he's great. He's hilarious. He's, he's so you love to hate him. I the think all the characters the story. are great. This could be like yeah. Stockholm syndrome for me kicking in, but I actually like Slippy a lot now. Um, yeah, it's Stockholm like, syndrome. Yeah. I, here's, here's what I'll say. I know he's kind of annoying but he's not an asshole like fucking falco like he's just trying he's just trying um <laughs> he's just trying but i think like and this <laughs> just, who, of, who of us has not been slipping at some point in our lives but i think like i guess this is a gameplay thing that we didn't cover there i had never realized before steve he, said this on his stream that if I slippy oh you said it Yes, because I was so happy that I noticed. Oh yeah, but I, I that, know, if, I don't that if Slippy things. is dead, you don't see the boss's health. Yeah. So like, yeah. he's actually a very valuable member of the team. Mm -hmm. It's he's just the guy like, in the chair. Yeah, it's just he's <laughs> not doing the like. He's not talking about how much damage he's doing like Falco. He's just an eight-year-old <laughs> yeah. who's been forced into this war, this mercenary, this child soldier who's Slippy, Slippy shows the, the boss health. Penny yes. shows you where to shoot him. 
Oh. And I think oh. Falco does the most quote unquote tuning. Interesting. Oh. That's really, I wish huh. that the game like explained to you what their roles were because I never yeah. would have picked up on that as a kid mm -hmm. and honestly as an adult either. Um, that's why, like, that's why you always hear like Pepe in your head, like aim for its weak spot, like you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, shoot, shoot the eyeballs or like whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it tracks. <laughs> shoot them in the nuts. It yeah. just like would have been cool if, if I don't know, if the game explained like, hey, if you lose Pepe, like you can keep going, but now you're mm -hmm. not gonna get the weak points revealed to you. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't do much though, because I'm always incentivized to save them. I'm never like. I, I I don't know. It would be cool if they had made it like somehow a choice of like. I remember as a kid, I would deliberately shoot Slippy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, watching Slippy get shot down to that planet is so satisfying every time. Poor Slippy. <laughs> Just, I know. I'm on yeah. his side now. Again, possibly Stockholm syndrome, but still. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, he's a child who's been. Th he's a. He's a He's is a child he, do we know soldier, his age? probably stolen from... Oh, let's find out. He's living out the plot of Evangelion. He's got a fucking Gendo Ikari, get in the R-wing, Slippy. That's, How old is Zach Slippy? was not he's, paying enough attention sure for the one no, person no, no. who knows I that heard, reference. I heard an Ava reference and was just like, <laughs> go on. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's 20. Okay, hold go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> on Google... Um, it says, how old is Slippy in Star Fox 64? Um, that is a 27-year-old man. Wow. No, that's a 27-year-old frog. <laughs> yeah, and it says 27 parentheses at the time of assault. I don't know what, if he was assaulted. Or, no, Star Fox or, assault. At the time of Star Fox assault. There's a can oh, thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, you want to know what so fucking wait. blows my mind? This game has a four-paragraph plot synopsis on Wikipedia. Dang. That's insane. I mean, but, like, like there's some backstory here that I'm like, I don't think this is covered in the game. Yeah, like it's probably in the manual. You know, like I back think in they the cover like a you, lot in the game at the beginning. They give you a whole fucking Star Wars crawl. It doesn't give you the backstory though. Yes, it I think, does. I think, it does the whole thing. It actually thing. does. Zach, I think what's happening is that like most people just don't process or care about the backstory that everyone much just skips game. it what I think the first paragraph <laughs> on the plot synopsis talks about shit that doesn't even happen in the game that happens five years before the game i mean there That's is like the a lot is. of stuff in the game like, like there's contextual clues like you find out like pigma betrayed um james and peppy no it's in the opening crawl bro Zach can't read, confirm. It's literally, there's a Star Wars crawl that explains everything that happens. Andros was bad. He was banished. Wait, what? It was in Steve's pitch. I mean, like, he's, he, Steve is right. It is all, like, explained. It's just, like, and it's just, you just don't process it. Because people click past that crawl every time. People just hit A to get to the menu. Well, you hear it once, so you don't need to hear it again, but... Yeah, um, tattoo. Steve has it tattooed on his back. <laughs> um, the entire crawl. It, it even reads it out loud. There's a narrator that reads it out loud for you, so you don't even have to read it. I'm not sure I've ever sat through that whole crawl. <laughs> I'm literally um, watching it. Sorry, Steve. Who, who, Steve is getting like. Well, like I, I think who, he's getting who, actually what, mad. What are we doing here? <laughs> 
I, okay, I, here's what I'll actually play the game. <laughs> here's what I'll say is a valid criticism: is we're playing a video game. The story shouldn't just be a crawl, right? Like. It's the big story. Well, yeah, no stuff does happen between like between the things. Like, uh, it's the story is its own story. You're it's explaining the backstory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's just it's okay, 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 okay. Here's the framing: you are a mercenary, and between each mission, you are given the scenario of what's happening, all on the backdrop of trying to like. I'll have to retract my stop. I just I don't think I've ever watched this title crawl. I don't think I ever did. I haven't either, yeah. Zach's so, literally watching it now. Like I'm watching it huh? right now. I'm like, oh shit. Wow. There's I'm, some yeah. lore here. There is. I'm pretty it's sure I did story. watch it first washed over me. It's a yeah. good story, guys. Yeah, there is there is a backstory and the and the and the actual like I'll uh, tell you what, it's a like, better story than Mario 64. Nah. I want that cake. Steve just is threatening us. He's holding scissors up at the camera. I'm going to scissor you. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> timbers. Um. Wow. Um, so apparently the, the narrator who does the title crawl is also the voice actor for Leon from Star Wolf. Leon from what? Star Wolf. The evil team. Oh. The yeah, lizard. Yeah, the yeah. chameleon dude. The chameleon dude. Yeah. Slippy's on. I was like, his voice rival. sounds distinct. What was it from? It's it's from later in the game. <laughs> I did find it funny that one of the other one of the like evil guys is was it like Andros's nephew? Andrew? What is that yeah. guy? Yeah, Andrew. Nepo baby. Yeah, Andrew. That I don't know. Nepo that just baby. seems so goofy. <laughs> Uncle yeah. Andros, oh. I failed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> There's a war happening, kid. Like, he's and, he's for re- and like for some reason, he has like a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yeah, but like a nasally Andros. one, like not a tough sounding one. It's like Andros. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. Those Star Wolf is pretty sexy. Yeah, I like Star Wolf. I like everything about this game. I think we've. I think we've. I would play a Star that. Wolf game. Like, let me be the bad guy. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And, uh, let and, me shoot Slippy. And <laughs> Star Fox Assault, I think he helps you. I think he ends up like turning good for a little bit. I could be wrong. Can't let you do that, Star Fox. <laughs> I can't let you do that, Star Fox. Yeah. So, do we like so, the plot? Do we like the plot now that we all realize that there's an opening crawl? There that is a plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean I, the story was fine. It was. It, it got out of the way. I mean, I, the the only story elements that are like really, I think, kind of like critiquable are the yeah, characters, Steve's which, right there. which are fun. I mean, like, I don't know. I, Steve is making me come around on it just because, like, you know, the characters are obnoxious, but they're memorable. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. They're fun because the scissors. That's why. That's right. Because I'm being threatened. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the story's fine. I mean, like, it's certainly not like. I think the story's bad. great. It, 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 I think the story's great. I'll tell you what. Name a better feel-good ending on the Nintendo 64 than when you're blasting out that hole at the end with mm-hmm. your. Ghost mm. Father. I mean, how that cool was, a, was that as a kid? That was very cool. How, yeah, that that's like a cool. goosebump moment, boys. Yeah, that's a that's a R.L. Stein moment. Like that, like that. The hair on your arms just stands up because it's just like, holy shit! I just fucking saved the galaxy. My dead father is he dead? Is he alive? Who knows? 
Who knows? They left it wide open. And it's just like that music that's playing and you're just like there with your buddies because he was like, no, I'm going to do this by myself. And he does and he goes in and they get out and all your friends are like, wow, you did it, Fox. And he's like, fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, that game, that game, man, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's it that ending is great. The the the, the final ending, the secret, the secret difficult ending is really good. And the brain, uh, like how crazy was it when you're like easy ending, easy ending, easy ending, any and then you right. finally get to the hard ending and you're just like Oh yeah, I've killed this guy, and then you kill him, and then his fucking brain shows up, and it's like Boom. he hangs brain right there. Yeah. What <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, and then no, all of a was, sudden you're shocking. in all range mode, and you gotta fly around, and you're in like a literally like an earthbound acid trip level. Yeah, that was great. It's crazy. I've never seen you this passionate. Well, it's crazy because there's the not passion enough of the Jesus Star is Fox great. Stuff. I can feel it. I can feel it in your soul. <laughs> Each and every one of you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I, I had no issues with the story, and that that last ending was did rock mm. me when I was a kid. It was it great. It is cool. Yeah, I think Andros and, and, is and, a and cool his villain. dad is way cooler than him. Like. I mean, I just wanted to play as the dad. I mean, I um, thought the I thought the ending was cooler when I watched it in uh, 1997 when I finally watched Star Wars: A New Hope for the first time. But that's neither here nor there. You watched? No, oh, yeah, that's it's, not it's, the it's, same yes. thing. It is the same ending. They no, whipped dialogue not. straight when at Luke us. Skywalker's dead dad shows up and helps. No, blow his up dead men- his dead mentor Obi Wan Kenobi. He's not uh, dead. He's there the whole time. Zach, just leave it alone. He's dead. He's a force ghost. Oh, okay, okay, and but Star Wars, Star Wars infamously was literally based on the hero's journey. So, like, to say, so like, everything else. Yeah, but to say, like, this lifted from Star Wars when Star Wars' whole thing was being based on, like, the archetypal hero story. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll give Star Fox a pass here. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to not break steve's heart but <laughs> but i mean it's really return of the jedi like that, that same shot of the of the sh- of the ship shooting out with the fire around it coming out of the anus is the exact same like shot of like the ship coming out of like the death star with like the fire around it coming out of the tube with the millennium falcon but no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it pulls if it completely rips off one of the most here it is guys if you fly time. through a tube it's a star wars flip off I mean, kind of, yeah. You heard like, it that's here a first. very, very specific. You heard it here like, first. <laughs> I think you better not shove imagery. any of those airplanes in those tubes, or you know, George Lucas is gonna come get you. <laughs> well, no, Mickey Mouse is gonna come get you now. <laughs> yeah, I do think there's a really cool mysteriousness to Andros too, like. Like it says he's like a scientist, but like he almost he feels like a fucking space wizard to me. Like, yeah, that's another thing. Like his head. Like is, yeah. is he just the head or did he turn into no, no, this? No. Or like what happened? Yeah, here? and you don't see that coming at all. Um yeah. do you do you think um this might be a little bit of a deep cut, but do you think Andros and uh Whizpig went to the same wizarding school? Who's Whizpig? Is that another <laughs> horse piss reference? No, Whiz Whizpig is the antagonist in the seminal racing game Diddy Kong Racing. 
Oh, oh, I remember Diddy Kong Racing. I don't remember Wiz. You fight though. a wizard pig at the end. A <laughs> I can't say I've ever pig. played it. Really? Wow. Get the fuck off of this podcast, all of you, for shame. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I think you I do literally just guy. said this is a deep cut, and now you're like, how dare you not know? <laughs> I do know this. I do remember this. I wanted to make oh, y'all look wow. cool by being able to pull like a deep reference. Like, oh, yeah. This this was make you cool by making you how dare you? Diddy Kong Racing. How dare you? <laughs> look, you have to know your audience. Our audience That's are true. big Diddy Kong Racing fans. That's true. It's true. They're, they're all Diddy heads. Um, <laughs> I do remember this from Diddy Kong Racing, though. It, it is ringing bells. That wow. is the game that my viewers are always like, when are you going to stream Diddy Kong Racing? When? I did a 100% run. I have. Years I just ago. It's fucking great. Dove it's into be- the depths. You want, you want my hot take? Diddy Kong Racing is better than Mario Kart 64. I don't think that's a hot take because I feel like everyone's so yeah. sad. Yeah, I I've, I don't rem- I haven't played it in so long. I'd have to play both back to back. I've but. never played it. I'm play it Rob. it's a great it's a great kart racer I, I from what i remember i can't say if it's as good or better than 60 mars is it on the switch online uh no it's know. not no, i don't think so i should pick up a copy oh yeah we played it. it's also a rare game and you know that whole weird yeah. relationship that yeah okay yeah it's well, a rare game but it's a nintendo ip so oh yeah i don't know how that works um okay guys yeah before i forget but yeah, before I forget, there's a really sick reference in Ocarina of Time um, to Star Fox 64. Um, oh, so, yeah. so when they were developing, so, um, Mar- so kind of going back to your graphics discussion, this is really going to blow your li- blow the lid off of that. Um, Super Mario 64, Star Fox 64, and Ocarina of Time are all in the same game engine. That rings a bell. So actually, yeah, there's an so, enemy or something. So when they were developing Z targeting and Ocarina of Time, they literally ported over an AI controlled uh, R wing that would just fly around, um, so that yes, they could get the I've motions right. Oh yeah, and there were some speedrunners who like used a thing that brought that out of the like tools. Yeah. Yeah. So if you use like back in the day, if you used a Game Shark, you could get it to appear. Um, because it's still on the cartridge, like it's deep in the files. There's like an R wing file, um, and mm-hmm. you could find it using a uh, Game Shark. Um, and I just thought that was kind of cool because you know Ocarina of Time stole all its musical cues from Star Fox sixty four. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> we you can't Is Star Fox sixty four a better game than Ocarina of Time. These are the questions. Oh my gosh! You can't do that. A like, thesis paper. Two and a half hours in, Zach. You, can't, <laughs> you missed your opportunity. I'm cutting that out of the fucking podcast. <laughs> we can't start. Open up that fucking can of worms. <laughs> a thesis. Do not steal its cues. That's fucking bullshit. Anyway, let's get to the. I mean, Koji Kondo borrowed from himself. It's not stealing if you wrote both. <laughs> like you can't plagiarize yourself. Actually, you know you. Did you know you can do that? Plagiarize you can, you can plagiarize yourself. Like it's an actual you mean, thing. On a lonely night. Yeah, I mean you can. Well, well, no. Like if you're writing a paper in college <laughs> oh, and no. and you and you write uh and you're citing a paper you previously wrote, you actually have to cite yourself. And if you don't, you can technically plagiarize yourself and get expelled from college. Quit citing yourself. Quit citing yourself. Right? Like, what kind of fucking nerd would do that? Not me, who cited my <laughs> paper on Godzilla and another paper on Godzilla in college. <laughs> Not me.
Okay. Guys, it's time. Is Star Fox 64 a goat? Steve, as the pitcher, and we are your catchers, you go first. Pitch me, daddy. Star Fox 64 is a goat. Wow, it's beautiful. Okay. Do you want to explain your reasoning? As as uh, a little shock as everyone you know, obviously, yeah. obviously, I'm giving this a go. Um, I did I, not see this much passion coming. I, I well, you know what? Is, you know what's driving the passion out is the hatred that I'm sensing. <laughs> it's not hatred. It's, it's hatred. Criticism. It's hatred. Since we started this episode, I can feel it in each and every one of your souls, and I'm here to tell you that if you say. What it is not a goat game. I... You are wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Great I love argument. this game. I love this game. I don't care if it's nostalgia or what. I don't care. I think the graphics are great. I think the story is great. I think the music is great. I think the gameplay is kick-ass. This is probably the best airplane shooter game I've ever played in my entire life. And that still holds up to today. Um, I can't name any other one that would even come close. You know, everybody says, how come they don't make a game like Star Fox 64 anymore? And that's because they don't know how, because it was so good that you <laughs> can't replicate it twice. <laughs> like Roman cement, just our wildfire lost to time. I would have went with, you know, well, when they tried to make a game like Star Fox 64 again, it sold half a million copies, but... You'll be- yeah. Sorry, well, Punk. Ooh. Your carcass is mine. Wait, what? I mean, if that's when the Wii U one, though, that that's not fair. They made some shitty decisions on that one. Things are starting to heat up. No, yeah, that sucked. That sucked. That's the problem. The, the, you know why it sold half a million? Because everyone, the half a million people that bought it said, this game sucks. It's not like Star Fox 64. It's like and if then everyone they had... said, how come you just don't make a Star Fox 64 with, like, normal controls and everything? I, yeah, I do feel like that analogy is, like, if they released a new Zelda, but the only way to control it was <laughs> with, like, a hot dog that okay. you just had to slap on a keyboard. But I wasn't <laughs> talking about Star Fox Zero. Were you talking about uh, Star Fox 3D? Star Fox Assault for GameCube. No. He's not talking, a platinum yeah. seller. This is really starting to tick me off. Okay. I but, like Star Fox but Assault. I think Steve, I think to speak on Steve's behalf, there's a lot of Star Fox Assault haters. I don't know why, but they're wrong. There's a lot of great There's games that just don't make a ton of money. Period, there are a lot of GameCube haters. This is a shame. A game's financial success shouldn't be the metric of mm-hmm. its of, of its quality. I, I I will say that. Yeah. I mean, now why that does answer the question of why didn't they make another one? That that which was the question. Nobody you were spoke answering, to the quality. It's just like why they don't make games like this anymore. It's because yeah, nobody buys them. Because they don't make money. Yeah. Uh, they did it with Metroid. They revived Metroid. They're 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 and they giving probably, Metroid to come back. They're, they're giving Metroid Prime a comeback. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, and Dread was a, was a return to form too. Um, okay, both great. So games Steve, too. I give it a go. Uh, it's a, it's a goat for me. I think it's one of the best N sixty four games there are. Um, I wouldn't give any other game in the series a go. This is definitely the one. Okay. All right, Rob. How do you feel? Oh my god, Steve! I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> this is how I felt with Bayonetta, Rob. By the way, this is it's what... okay. Um, I uh, look. I have so much nostalgia for this game, and I really, really, really do wish that I could give it a goat. But I'm not gonna for a couple reasons. Um, one is I do actually think that there is a better version of this game. 
um, that's actually a very new game, but it's a little indie title, so no one knows about it. It's called X Zodiac. If you like the style of gameplay of this, it is clearly inspired by it. It is a labor of love, and it controls a lot better, in my opinion. Plus, the music's banging. And I think it's visually better. Um, How do you spell that? Uh, EX-Zodiac. Z-O-D-I-A-C. It's in early access, but it's got like eight or nine levels, and it's really cool. Oh, shit, dude. This looks sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, But the other reason that I'm not going to give it a goat is because I do think that there is a goat Star Fox game, but but that fucking Nintendo has been refusing to make it. And I don't want to let them rest on their laurels because I do really want them to make a new Star Fox game in the style of 64, but from like a modern take and like really take a good shot at it. I think it, I love the style of game that Star Fox 64 is, but I, I went in thinking I would absolutely give it a goat. And when I played it, there were a lot of things that I loved about it, but I also did feel like the weight that time has had on it. And part of that may just be the jankiness of playing it on the switch. That definitely did hurt my experience of it. Um, but like there are <laughs> Steve shaking your head. I feel so bad there. There <laughs> are the, the pieces of greatness here. And I, I have so much nostalgia and fondness for it, and I want to see them go back and make a make a, the better next generation version of it. Um, but I, I don't think I can give it a goat because I I really did feel the wear and tear of it, especially like some of the some of the hard stuff is it's just too hard. It really is. I'm sorry. Buddy save stated the entire game. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I had to because it was too fucking hard. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, Steve, but it's not a goat for me. <laughs> I hope you can forgive me someday. We'll um, see. No I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go next, and we'll let Zach go last because I think Zach. Not 100 percent sure where Zach lands. Um, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, to keep you on. guessing till the end. I have to tell the good guys from the bad. Yeah, he does. You, you do good with that. Unlike me, I tip my hand immediately. Until we do um, Breath of yeah. the Wild and you're going to know my opinions in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This guy, this guy, incorrigible, this one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, um, I really wanted, I came in excited to play this game again. I was super excited, uh, stoked about it full of nostalgia juices dripping with them and unfortunately yeah i came in and i was pretty disappointed like i don't think this game holds up um i think the gameplay kind of does like i said like there's fun elements in the gameplay it feels half-baked to me like kind of what rob was saying like there's a great game lurking and they're like you know in this it just needs more time um and nintendo's never got bothered to go back and do it you know what i mean which uh if they came back with all the modern sensibilities they have now and gave it the polish it deserves. I think there's a good game, you know, the DNA for a great game is here. Mm-hmm. I think as it is, it's was frustrating at times. And besides the nostalgia factor, if 
it's not it, it it wasn't memorable like you know when I go back and play a lot of old games like when we played the super when we put Steve come back in the in the cam Steve just disappeared from the screen entirely uh, like, like you play Super Mario World and not only was that game like you know memorable because of nostalgia mm-hmm. but also it's like these the, everything in this game just pops everything looks beautiful so memorable so it's so creative everything sounds amazing like this is what video games should be like and so like say i would say the same thing with donkey kong like i obviously super nostalgic like retro game we played but like if that if that game came out now it would be it'd be it'd still be great and people would still love it i feel like if star fox released now with no nostalgia i feel like it would come and go um unfortunately so as excited as I was to start this game, I cannot say that that it held that excitement. Um, it held my interest, the same level of interest I came going coming into it. So, sadly, it's Star Fox, not Star Goat. It's um, So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> okay, Zach, how how do you feel about it? Break the tie. <sighs> well, not tie. Either tie us or untie us, and I'll have to call Q and get him on the phone. Steve, you know I love you. You're my oh. boy. You're Jesus God. Christ incarnate. We talk about sports <laughs> uh, all the time. And the reason why is because we both think this is one of the greatest games of all time. No. No. He's just doing it for the drama. No. He just wants the attention. I love this game. I knew you'd come help This was a game about a year, year and a half ago. I was doing, like, a retro game stream. I I started that stream with the intention of playing, like, 15, 20 minutes of every N64 game I could think of for, like, two hours. I end up playing Star Fox 64 for three hours. You cut out. You played Star Fox 64 for how long? Three hours on stream. <laughs> Got it. Wow. Went through every path, yeah. unlocked expert mode, did all the fun shit. There are not very many N64 games I will revisit. There are basically four that I will go and revisit. And this is one of them. I love this game. I think it is just as good now as it was in 1997. Do I think it's perfect? No. But you don't have to be perfect to be a goat. I can see the look on their stupid faces. Okay. All right. Go. Now what? <laughs> so now we call I'm gonna, Q. I'm going to see if I can get Q on speakerphone. Hold on one second. <laughs> I hope he's not like, his wife's pregnant. I hope she's not like in the, like delivering a baby right now. <laughs> Even if she is, this is more important. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Name you the baby goat. That? Yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on, Q. Come on. <laughs> the one time. What up, Bev? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording the podcast right now. Um, <laughs> we need you to determine if Star Fox is a goat. We are gridlocked. We are two and two. You need to make the final. You need to be the tiebreaker. Wow, at, at, at the, the darkest hour, you call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we needed him most. The baby's crowning and we need to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we, were hope, we were like, I hope she's not delivering right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, let me see. <laughs> Give me one moment to think. <laughs> wow. So, let's see. There's Froggy Boy, Mr. Fox, Bunny Hoppin', and Birdman. Yeah, the, the gang's all here. Yeah, that's the... Oh, man. Um, who... Who's the who's the who's the main the final boss in the game? What what's the enemy? <laughs> He's a monkey. Andros. He's a monkey. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear it, but everybody's laughing. Rat rats okay. in person. This is um, literally how a kid is, though. Like, man. <laughs> Yeah, Steve just said this is literally how a kid. You fly through space and you fight literally a monkey pretty first fucking reaction dope. as a kid. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I mean, if it was anything else, I don't know if I'd go for it. But I mean, if it's what's his monkey's name? Andros. <laughs> nah, that name's shit. Sorry, man. No bueno. <laughs> so, so wait, is that a goat or not? No, nah, it's not. A, I'm gonna have to draw the line at the name. Oh, no. Monkey boy would have taken it. Andros, come on. <laughs> Steve, oh, Steve, no. you'll see when you listen to the episode. Steve is like heartbroken. Like I, I thought, I thought Rob cared about Bayonetta. Steve is, yeah, is. I think Steve may have played Fox in the game, like uh, the voice actor or something, because he's like. I very thought attached. that Steve was passionate about Buffalo sports, and then we talked about this. You know, you know what really did it for me, actually. To be to be honest, it's the fact that you'd think the the joystick would fucking, you know, the pilot joystick, the the way you fly planes with, would dominate in this game, and it's fucking trash. If it would just had a better interface for the joystick, then I think it would have. Uh, All right, it's impossible. There we go. There we go. All right, Q. I'm gonna let you go because you can't hear people's responses. But thank you so much. You are <laughs> in, a, in the eleventh hour when we needed you most. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> you were there. Glad <laughs> I could help. Okay. Help. See you later, man. <laughs> Bye. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, there you have it, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was close. It was a very close call. But unfortunately, Star Fox is not a goat. Um, sorry. I'm so sorry, Steve. I, I demand a recount. Good. Steve, I think we should, uh, we should go on a campaign. I yeah, believe right. there yeah. was interference and collusion. I think he yeah. texted Q yeah. ahead of time. Uh-huh. What? And I told him to say that it I wasn't a goat. I will show you my text log with you. Q, can delete the last that. Thing. I want the call record straight from your cell phone <laughs> provider, please. <laughs> okay, yeah, I will we're taking this to court. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Dominion voting. <laughs> we're suing Dominion. Voting. We're gonna have to oh. do ranked choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know what it okay. is, Zach? Is um, the safe staters? They just uh, yeah. Then you know there's 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 those who save not states safe state. and there's I got those a, who don't. I got a merch idea, Steve. Um, we need to make shirts that say "Save Staters or Haters." <laughs> okay, we could do both. Well, the Save State Save Lives one that Stevie lives. Pit, that yeah that Piggy pitched and then yeah, I, Save State Save Lives gone, yeah. and Save Staters or Haters. I, I love like that. We'll put it to a Twitter poll. It is sort one. of sort of funny that it fell upon along party lines. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how it's, if you're just not good at the game, you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't think Rat is a safe stater. 
No, he's not, and he's good at video games. Yeah, but, did he, but, did, he, but did he it's really just a game. even? No. <laughs> I'm wow. so, I'm kidding, Steve. Jeez, man, the face. The, I'm the gonna sadness. cry myself to sleep. Right I now. feel like the real sadness <laughs> makes this man drown in blue cheese tonight. You son of a I bitch. I, I'm just kidding. Take it's your funny. broccoli haircut and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Take your broccoli haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, dear sweet baby listener, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, and thank you for being you. Um, Goat Games, we're back, baby. This was oh, a great. Yeah. This was so fun today. I thought so. Steve's got to go talk to his therapist. Um, I'm joined today by Rob. Um, yeah, Rob, uh, Super Captain Rob on Twitch. Again, if you want to catch me, catch me live uh, Tuesday through Thursday, starting at 5:30 CST, or Saturday starting at 3 p.m. CST. I would love to say hi, and you can tell me how wrong I am for my take here. Um, Do it. I would love to say hi I'm, to you, though. I'll be there. So I'm, <laughs> joined by, I'm joined by Steve. You know what? I think we need to call Sheiky in and see Ooh. what she thinks on yeah, Star Fox. <laughs> Just call every person that we've ever met. Yeah. yeah, come on. Start talking about replacements here, too, permanently. <laughs> I guess this is the second episode where we've talked about replacing me. First for my Donkey Kong takes, and now... Now yeah, for this. Something's up. Something's up with Rob lately. He's just not himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't like Donkey Kong. I yeah, I, I did I did like it. <laughs> I just said it wasn't everybody. a goat. Which I also <laughs> like this game. I do like this game. I yeah. just don't think it's at goat level. Um, I agree. With the second one, not the first one. It, it's, um <laughs> we didn't say this word. This is the only first party third party sh- like the only f- big publisher third party shoot 'em up that I can think of or third person shoot 'em up I can think of. I guess. I don't yeah, think there's any others, really yeah. To. Like maybe Panzer Dragoon. I don't know who made that, but Sega. I don't know. Your mom. Okay, uh, Steve. <laughs> uh, you're. Uh, I'm also joined today by Steve. Yep, I'm Steve. Steve for cheese and Twitch. Um, I'm probably gonna cry myself to sleep after this, but so I will sorry, do it Steve, with the knowledge, knowing that I'm right. Yeah, and everyone else yeah, is yeah. wrong. I can be if we Zach. ever do Hollow Knight, based on the straw poll we've taken, I think I'll be in a similar position where I'm fighting. It's Alan versus the world. It's Figgy versus the world. Um, no, this is fun. This is fun. Even though you guys are haters and everything, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Um, Zach, and I'm joined today by Zach. Uh, Zach, Zach Attacks Games on Twitch. You can find me. Uh, I'll be back soon. I promise. Excellent. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at iGoatGamesPod. We have a Facebook page. You can find us there. Our email is GoatGamesPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or would like to talk to us or send your hate mail, that'd be great. Um, uh, please like and follow the podcast on your streaming app of choice leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you like the podcast please say so if you didn't then lie it's for a good cause we are a proud uh, member of the network a wonderful podcasting network where you can find other great shows besides ours you can check us and other great shows out at the website bicbp-radio.com backslash podcasts um, okay got Dear sweet baby listener, gird your fucking loins because next time we are talking about Ocarina of Time, which was supposed to coincide with the release of Tears of the Kingdom, but now we'll just be on a random month. But we did write the intro two months ahead of time, so it'll be timely. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Till next time. GG's. Okay, all right, let's start talking about the great, wonderful game that we're all super excited and definitely want to talk about. Um, I mean, I'm pumped to talk about it. Yes. Okay, ready? And, and I'm kidding. It is a great game. It is a good <laughs> It might be the best game ever made. Okay, ready? <gasps> hey oh, It's... Oh, that's too obnoxious. Let me turn it down. <clears throat> but... <laughs> <laughs> Heyo, it's Figio, and welcome to Goat Games, where we only play the best game. <laughs> Fuck! Heyo, it's Figio, and welcome to Goat Games, where we only play the best games. I'm your host, Alan Newton. Here on Goat Games, we take a look at video games that are considered, quote-unquote, the greatest of all time, and talk about them. Are they great? What makes them great? Or are they just overrated? Let's find out. We like to have <laughs> streamers and... Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I've... D- d- fucking A. Let's... <laughs> I'm very rusty. Okay, from the top. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm using an old script. Um, 